Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
Good evening, everyone. This is Tuesday, January 12th, 2021, and welcome to episode number 936 of the Mothership Broadcast of the WCWS Radio Network right here, of course, on TalkShoot.com. This is, of course, the one and the only WCWS Revolution. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mr. WCWS Chad Henshaw back on the line here with you as we get set to talk about our favorite subject of all time, that being, of course, professional wrestling. We, of course, will start things off with our wrestling news and views here segment. Of course, filling in for our 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team, King Ice, who is, of course, King NWO, Gerard T. Smith, and the Iceman, Jared D. Girolamo, is, of course, our good friends at 411mania.com. We have still have not heard anything at all from the human suplex machine, John Gross, so, ladies and gentlemen, in the event that if he does not arrive by the time our news segment is over for the night, I will be bringing you, of course, today's wrestling uh, history and birthdays here, of course, this evening. If, and hopefully we'll have some more folks pop on in here tonight here as well. If, if you wish to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here this evening, please feel free, of course, to give us a call. The phone number, as always, is 1-605-562-0444. Caller ID 138-055-POUND, the magic six numbers. And press that one if you want to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here tonight, which, of course, ladies and gentlemen, includes, in addition to our news and views and history and birthdays, we will be talking about the results of what happened last night on Monday Night Raw. Heard some kind of mixed emotions here, of course, about uh, all the events that led up to it, of course, including several changes that had to be made at the last possible moment. And we'll talk more about that here, of course, here, hopefully here tonight. And also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we'll also give you some updates here on the second round of the of the first annual WCWUS Fantasy Wrestling Classic. And as well, <clears throat> and also, ladies and gentlemen, the beginnings we have already officially have begun the uh, prediction title challenge, of course, for the <clears throat> for the of course uh, uh, impact hard hard to kill prediction title challenge uh of course i will talk about what the stakes are of course here in this match here in this in this challenge coming up a little bit later on here as well plus also of course we do have one match of course going on here as well we'll give you the updates uh, uh, updates about that as the night rolls on <clears throat> it is now 9:07 p.m eastern standard time ladies and gentlemen of course, on Tuesday, January 12th, 2021, let us now, ladies, let us now, of course, go on right ahead and proceed to our friends at 411mania.com here <coughs> uh, for, of course, a look at today's wrestling, wrestling uh, news tidbits. And, of course, we do thank our friends at 411mania.com for allowing us here in the WCWS radio network for allowing us here to read their stories on all of our shows. Of course, in addition to Revolution, of course, Wolfpack, Raw Radio, as well as, of course, Outside the Ropes, <coughs> WCWS Power Hour, as well as WCWS This Morning, and, of course, all our, our shows as they hopefully return to the air here, here very, very soon. Let's see what we have, of course, up here as well. 411 Mania is now, is now officially providing wrestling coverage of tonight's impact wrestling events and you, you can check that out here of course here uh tonight there as well 
Uh, our next story here, of course, ladies and gentlemen, comes to us through Jeremy Thomas here tonight as a, a cold open has been released for this week's edition of MLW Fusion. Selena De La Renta is executive producing this week's MLW Fusion, and the cold open for the show is on is of course currently online. Of course, the video is right is right here, of course, on the page. That of course it, it actually did kick off at seven o'clock earlier, seven o'clock Eastern t tonight. Earlier tonight, of course, it will stream. Of course, of course, it is on YouTube, Fubo, and Dazen as well. On um, <coughs> And Dyson, it'll be on Dyson, I think, Wednesday night, of course, here at 7 o'clock. Uh, so you can check that out there as well. Uh, the lineup, of course, will officially uh, be as follows. Uh, Low-key is expected to take on someone that's yet to be announced. An open contract match, of course, the returning Mil Morantes. Um, is, of course, also that match. His opponent is also to be announced as well. A Tornado Tag Team Championship match. Los Parks taking on the Von Erics with guest referee, of course, Filthy Tom Lawler, who won the Opera Cup here earlier. And also, Selena De La Renta has a special surprise for Conan. Hmm. We'll have to wait and see, of course, how all that will, will pan out here, of course, uh, tonight here as well. Uh... Uh, uh, Jer Jeremy Thomas, of course, also posted the story just now coming in. Uh, as Tony Khan and Tony Schiavone knock uh, the Good Brothers and Access TV in the latest AEW slash Impact advertisement. Tony Khan and Tony Schiavone were back on were back on Impact in their latest paid ad this week, taking shots at the Good Brothers and Access TV. The full video is, of course, on this page from the ad, which aired in the early portion of tonight's episode of Impact Wrestling. The segment saw Khan play the heel competitor once again, taking shots at Impact by saying their best moments were his paid ads, uh, Kenny Omega, and being able to watch a real wrestling show, of course, tomorrow on Wednesdays. Khan and Shivani ran down tomorrow's Dynamite card and said that the good brothers are welcome to come, saying that they aren't even real brothers. Khan invited Impact to send anyone over this week, and Shemai says AEW is on a re on a real network. Of course, uh, uh, on Impact's uh, Twitter account here tonight, they report the following as a paid advertisement from at AEW, at Tony Khan, and at Tony Shivani 24 Of course, they have a picture on this tweet if you want to, of course, check that out here. Of course, it shows Tony Khan wearing a picture here on this on this page. It's kind of funny. Uh, shows a picture of her wearing a shows a picture of him wearing a pair of 2021 uh, glasses, kind of like what they would normally would wear, uh, like for, like uh, like the ones that are shaped like the numbers or something like that. So. Uh, uh, Jeremy Thomas also posted uh, uh, also posted as well as the live stream. That of course, has been placed for this week's edition of AEW Dark. The live stream up for, is up for this week's episode of AEW Dark. Of course, you can check out the video on this page. Of course, it did kick off at seven o'clock, and it does have the following card: The Dark Order taking on Sean Dean, Zach Clayton, Adam Priest, Danny Limelight, and Barry Morales. 
Also, Baron Black and Nick Komoroto takes on Bear Country. Chaos Project takes on Top Flight. Tay Conti, of course, with Anna Jay in her corner taking on Marty Daniels. NWA Women's World Champion Serena Deeb taking on Tisha Price. Anna Jay with Tay Conti taking on Alex Garcia. Uh, Alex Reynolds and John Silver taking on Casey Navarro and El Australiano. Hmm. Ryzen and Fuego del Sol taking on the Jurassic Express with Marco Stun in their corner. Louis Valley takes on Powerhouse Hobbs with Hook in his corner. The Varsity Blondes taking on Lee Johnson and Aaron Solo. Red Velvet taking on Leva Bates. And Mike Burner taking on Ricky Starks with Hook in his corner. And we did, of course, post we did, of course, post that uh, um, post a video, of course, here earlier. Uh, I think they kind of had the date wrong on it. They actually posted, they said January 12, 2020. Uh, so they might, uh, so I don't know if they are aware, they're aware of it or not, but we did already post it on the AEW US page. It is, of course, tonight's episode, so not to be confusing. So if anyone wishes to go check that out. Uh, Jeremy Thomas, of course, posted this story as Matthew McConaughey talked about his wrestling fandom and also possibly getting in the ring. Matthew McConaughey is a fan of professional wrestling and opened up recently about potentially getting in the ring, his growing up as a fan, and more. McConaughey spoke with Maria Menounos for her podcast about his experiences as a fan, and here are some highlights right here. They are per Fightful, and of course we give credit to Maria Menounos and Fightful on this. Matthew McConaughey on the possibility of wrestling a match. He says, I'll say not too much because, as you know, you can't say too much about these things, but it is uh, it is something that interests me. On his encounters with King Kong Bundy and Skandor Atbar, McConaughey says, you know, I've been, I've been, I've been, I've been, I got kicked out of Hirsch Coliseum in Treeport, Alabama for pelting Skandor Atbar with tomatoes. I got kicked out. I snuck back in through the bathroom window, and then I got kicked out a second time the same night for spitting a loogie on King Kong Bundy. On talking with The Rock about wrestling, McConaughey says, The Rock was telling me his story about his storyline from good guy to bad guy and how he felt it, it clicking one night while he was there live. Oh, I just hooked him. And I love the suspension and, and disbelief that because my kids and I watch and they're starting to get, get that when they go, oh, this is fake. I'm going, what are you talking about? No way. And they're starting to get because I won't, <sighs> I won't give them the wink yet. But they're starting to get that in there. There's a there's a bit of one, you know, and then so two of them, two of them are like, this isn't fake. Well, this is real. So they're getting it, and that's so much of the fun of it is coming up. This this is in fact real. Of course, like I said, you can uh, check you can check that out here as well. And we'll actually post this on our page, WWUS Interview Corner. Of course, a little bit later. Of course, after. Uh, um, after a revolution here tonight, so anybody wants to uh, uh, listen or look at that, uh, look at that interview. Uh, Jeremy Thomas posts this story as we got some WWE news right here. As the guests are set for this week's episode of the Bump, and also a promo for Friday's uh, SmackDown show. WWE has announced the full lineup for this week's episode of the Bump with AJ Styles, Jim Duggan, and more. Of course, the announcements are right here on this page, which include the aforementioned two, as well as almost, almost, of course, AJ Styles' bodyguard, 
Also, Seamus, Randy Jackson, and Fan Mason Cesaris. Episode airs tomorrow morning at 10 a.m., 7 p.m. Pacific on WWE Network and all WWE uh, digital platforms. <clears throat> also, WWE also posted a promo for Friday's episode of SmackDown, highlighting the latest in Adam Pierce's feud with Roman Reigns, leading into their match at the Royal Rumble. Of course, like I said, Roman, Roman Reigns getting more and more arrogant each and every time. So, looking like a complete, uh, my personal opinion, a complete douche. So, there you go. Blake Lavelle, of course, posting this story. As we have some WWE Raw ratings and viewership down against the college football national championship game. Of course, we've always said that WWE show has, a lot of times, has really not, does not really have a chance against an actual sporting event. But we're still learning that the hard way. Showbuzz Daily has the ratings for this week's edition of Monday Night Raw. This week's show, which had big competition from the college football national championship game, drew an average audience of 1.819 million viewers on the USA Network broadcast. That's down from the viewership of 2.128 million viewers for last week's episode, which was built around a special Legends Night edition of the show. For the hourly breakdown, the first hour drew 2.024 million viewers. Hour 2 drew 1.802 million Hour 3 drew 1.632 million viewers. In the key 18 to 49 demographic, Hour 1 drew a 0.62 rating to rank number 7 for the night. Hour 2 finished with a 0.53 rating to rank number 12 for the, in the ratings for the evening. Finally, Hour 3 drew a 0.51 rating to rank number 16 for the evening in the cable top 150 rankings. Monday Night Raw finished with, with an average of 0.55 rating in the key demo which is down from the 0.68 average rating in the same key demo for last week. Obviously, of course, the ESPN College Football National Championship game between Alabama and Ohio State was the leader in the 1849 demo with a 5.05 rating and total viewership with 18.219 million viewers. So as we said, as we said, of course, while we are, why are we, of course, not really that much surprised at this, that they would, that they uh, would have any sort of a chance against the game. Obviously, of course, we figured that that was not the case. So, Blake LaBelle, of course, posted this story. As O'Shea Edwards discusses what it's like inside the Ring of Honor bubble and also joining Shane Taylor Promotions. In a recent interview with Andrew Thompson of Post Wrestling, who, of course, you get credit for this, O'Shea Edwards discussed joining Shane Taylor Promotions the Ring of Honor bubble and much, and and much and much more. Here are some here are some of the highlights. O'Shea Edwards on joining Shane Taylor Promotions. He says, "Well, actually, it was Shane Taylor who got in contact with me and me wanting to work with Ring of Honor was really because of guys like Shane, Kenny King, Jay Lethal, and now guys like Jonathan Gresham." So, you know, the fact that Shane even knew my name blew my mind because I worked with my head down a lot. Like I just grind, 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 grind. And then when someone's like, hey, get your flowers, huh? Well, I get my flowers. I got work to do. Put them over there. I got work to do. So, And so he approached me about what he wanted to do. And he approached me about what he wanted to achieve. And this isn't so much just a Ring of Honor thing. He said this is something we wanted to 
that he wanted to put together. This is something he wanted to expand farther than just this is a brand. Just like Nike, don't just do basketball. Under Armour just doesn't do football. No, it goes. He was like, hey, man, this isn't, I don't want you to think that this is anything where you're going to get signed to Ring of Honor. He's like, I see what you've been doing. I believe you've been doing and what you've been trying to accomplish lines up to what Shane Taylor Promotions is all about. If you want, you don't have to do anything you don't want, want to do. If you want opportunities on the table for you to be a part of it. I said, yes, hands down, that is it. All I needed was an opportunity. So it was just one of those things where, you know, <clears throat> Ring of Honor or not, I get to hitch my wagon to Shane Taylor Promotions. Hey, man, are you mental? Yeah, dog. Yeah, I didn't even let him finish. I was like, yes. I was like inside the Ring of Honor bubble and the company's pandemic protocols. He says, one thing I tell people all the time, people like to crap on Ring of Honor for a while because it was a cool thing to do. Ring of Honor was never the joke. <clears throat> It was never the butt of the joke. It never will be the butt of the joke. And it's proven it week after week with the pure title tournament, with the way it's been handling its pandemic protocols, with the way that it's been handling just everything in general. It's just one of those things where it's like it's never been the butt of the joke. It never will be. People just do it because it's the cool thing to do. With that being said, being in the bubble was dope, dog. So, yo, it was so dope. You, you, you let me tell you, man, they put me in like a hotel. It was just like... Stay here. We'll come and get you. I brought some food, brought my Xbox, and I was just chilling, man. Dude, great. Can't wait to do it again. Sorry about that. So, like I said, we do give uh, Andrew Thompson, of course, the uh, um, uh, the credit, of course, for, for this big-time interview there, indeed. Also, Blake Lavelle has a story on a note on the WWE Superstar Spectacle taping plans. As previously reported, WWE will be airing WWE Superstar Spectacle on Indian Republic Day on January 26, which is scheduled to feature a variety of talent from the company. Mike Johnson, the PW Insider, has more details on the taping plans for the event. According to Johnson, despite recent reported plans for WWE to tape the event across several days, the expectation is that the entire show will be taped on January 21st at the Capitol Wrestling Center or at the, at the Performance Center in Orlando. Johnson also notes that Superstar Spectacle will likely be 90 minutes to two hours long and will be broadcast in both English and Hindi language on Sony 10.1 and Sony 10.3. Additionally, as previously mentioned, Jinder Mahal, NXT recruit Kavita Devi, the Bollywood Boys, and Indus and in and Indus Share are featured on local advertising for the show. And Johnson reports that other NXT trainees from India will take part in the event. Our next story here, of course, this is this is a continuation of a story we talked about here, of course, over the weekend. Uh Black Lavelle posted the story as apparently WrestleMania 24 is back on WWE Network, and there is a reason why the show was, was, was pulled. As previously reported, WrestleMania 24 was recently pulled from WWE Network for unknown reasons. However, the event has not been added back to the network. Mike Johnson, the PW Insider, has more details on, on the reasoning behind the move. According to Johnson, the event was taken down due to the musical rights 
of Floyd, May of Floyd Mayweather's theme music, which he used for his match with the Big Show. Johnson notes that WWE pulled the show to make the necessary changes to WrestleMania 24, which the, with the company likely to do the same for other shows that in that period that featured that specific music. There were previous issues with the music during the DVD production of the show, and there was also a lawsuit filed in 2010 by one of the producers of the song before the case was eventually dismissed. So apparently it was some talk, obviously, about the song that Floyd Mayweather used to go to the ring at, during that match. So apparently, so apparently, like I said, it's, it's probably we might be hearing a different piece of music uh, with uh, probably if uh, whenever you go back, if you ever go back and listen, look at WrestleMania 24, more than likely that's probably going to be the case. Jeffrey Harris posts this story as uh, Teal Piper, of course, as you know, the late Roddy Roddy Piper's daughter, discusses her friendship and training with Ronda Rousey. The Wrestling Inc. Daily recently interviewed Teal Piper and her fiancé, Michael Demos, who discussed their relationship, their friendship and training sessions with former Raw Women's Champion Ronda Rousey. Here are some highlights courtesy of WrestlingInc.com. Piper on Ronda Rousey helping Michael Demos pick out an engagement ring for her. Teal said she planned with him about 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 this engagement because I had no clue that it was coming completely. I had no idea they were picking out rings and all sorts of stuff. She told me when I sent her the picture, I was like, "We got engaged." She goes, "Girl, make sure you turn that ring around if you're going to punch somebody." On her relationship with Ronda Rousey, she says. Yeah, that's obviously how I came in contact with her. I was out in L.A. with him. She had moved out to L.A. We just started talking after my knee was recovering. She had gone through many ACL knee surgeries. So she was discussing working on other things during my healing process. We were just wanting all to, to get in the ring, get some dust off of us and train. So we found the one ring in L.A. that we could find. You got to keep at it. Piper on if Rousey is training for a comeback, she says, I can't speak on Ronda's behalf. You'd have to ask her. She's always been an athlete, and athletes like to train no matter what. So even if she has something major or just, you know, wants to keep in shape, who knows? But that's a question for her. And Demos on training with Ron Rousey's husband, Travis Brown, he says, he comes in and rolls around with me. He's another big guy like me, so it's fun to play around with him in the ring. We do a lot of practice matches, whether it's me or her, me and her versus Ronda, her husband. So it's fun. Our next story here, Jeffrey Harris, right here. Uh, as Chris Statlander shares an update on recovery from her torn ACL injury. During a recent chat with pro, with pro wrestling junkies via Fightful, for they'll get credit to this, AEW wrestler Chris Statlander offers an update on her rehab for her recent knee surgery. She stated the following. It's going. It's a very serious injury. I would say my knee. Uh, excuse me for just. Uh, it's going. It's a very serious injury. I would say my knee is close to being healed but such an extensive and long recovery process to make sure I'm ready to go. Sometimes it takes people up to a year to get back, but it's coming along for sure. I'm definitely pushing way harder than I need to be, but I do it because I know I'm going to come out stronger in the end. 
As previously reported, Chris Statlander suffered a torn ACL injury last June. Schleder had to undergo surgery for the for the injury in July. Sorry about that here, ladies and gentlemen. Jeffrey Harris posted this story right here as Lacey Evans actually tells Ric Flair, Thank you, Daddy. Sorry about that, folks. Lacey Evans tells Ric Flair, Thank you, Daddy, following Raw. On last night's edition of Monday Night Raw, WWE Hall of Famer Ric Flair actually helped Lacey Evans pick up a victory over his own daughter, Charlotte. Following the show, Lacey Evans wrote her, wrote her thanks to Ric Flair on Twitter. Evans tweeted, I don't know what's better, the win, the money, the sweet, or pissing off the queen. Thank you, Daddy, at Ric Flair Nature Boy. Hashtag work smarter, not harder. Hashtag Raw. So it appears that Ric Flair and Lacey Evans have now formed some type of alliance and Flair has betrayed his own daughter. <sighs> so apparently, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, it seems, it seems that, like I said, there's a, there's a, uh, there is, uh, there is some sort of course of situation, something, some sort of something going on here. Uh, apparently, apparently Lacey Evans is looking to start a feud with Charlotte and, and it looks like it's even probably going in, even involving Charlotte's own father, Hall of Famer Ric Flair. So, we'll have to wait and see what all happens. Jeffrey Harris has, a, has his next story. We have some WWE news here. Alexa Bliss writes, an eye for an eye to Randy Orton. And more raw, raw video highlights. Stop. Sorry. I didn't find any enabled video skills that can do that. Go to the Alexa app to manage Alexa, stop. And... Sorry about that. I meant to say Miss Bliss. My apologies. I forgot it sets off the echo dot. My apologies. As previously reported, Miss Bliss saw some playback on last night's WWE Raw against Randy Orton and blasted him with a fireball. Following the show, Bliss commented on the incident on Instagram, where she, which Bliss wrote in her post, an eye for an eye. And you can also see the post right there. Uh, right there, of course, uh, below. Also, WWE, of course, uh, re re released some video highlights and clips from last night's edition of Raw, of course, which is, which is of course, including uh, several matches that takes take place. Obviously, of course, uh, Randy Orton challenging Triple H, Triple H accepting. And, and of course, obviously, Obviously, of course, here uh, uh, a whole, of course, a lot, of course, other other situations, of course, taking place here, including including, of course, the sit like with the situation we just now talked about there. And the last p and last piece of news we have here, folks, here for you. Jeremy Thomas has posted this story as Maria Canellis was has been interviewed. Uh, talking about why Paul Paul Heyman being a mentor to her, and also Vince McMahon and why he needs to listen more. 
Maria Knubs had a lot to say about how much Paul Heyman was a mentor to her and why Vince McMahon needs to listen more and move forward on the latest ROH Strong podcast. Knubs was the guest on last week's episode and did word association with Kevin Eck. McMahon and Heyman were two of the subjects, and here are some highlights and the audio from that is on this page. Maria Canellis, of course, <clears throat> Maria Canellis, of course, on Paul Heyman. He says he's a teacher. He was my mentor for a very long time. He's the person that made me believe I could that I could write because he believed in me at the time. In recent years, I feel like his legacy hasn't been upheld as much as it should be because of whatever WWE is doing. Who knows? The idea he had for Mike and I was great. It could have been amazing. But unfortunately, along the way, things got watered down and muddy. And so, yeah, I would say mentor, educator, and he's my friend. I text him randomly and ask him, hey, what about this person? What do you think? How can I make this better? He is one person that I, that I know. If I text him, I will hear back from him within a day. Maria Canellis um, talks about Heyman's polarizing reputation. She says, I think one of the tough things is you don't know all the stuff. I mean, like, yes, people can be polarizing, but you don't know what the whole story is. And I only know what happened to me. I know what Paul told me. I know what was actually thrown at me last minute as I'm walking out to the ring. So I don't know. On Vince McMahon himself, Maria says, okay, so because a lot of people take a lot of things out of context, I'm going to try to make this very clear to people. Vince McMahon gave me an opportunity, and if I am correct, which, like I said before, you never, you never know for sure, it was Vince and Kevin Dunn who were the ones that said, yes, bring her back. So I appreciate that. At the time, it was an excellent opportunity. On the way, I was given incredible opportunities. I was able to travel the world. That was incredible. But at a certain point, people need to change, and they need to grow and grow up. I learned that the world is changing. And so even though I appreciate the opportunities I was given in the past, I really wish, wish that Vince would learn and would listen to people. It's the same thing. Yes, it's worked in the past. That's great. I'm happy for you. You created an industry. Good on you. But at a certain point, because you are the pinnacle definition of what professional wrestling is, you need to show the world you, that you can change. But that is the only way that this industry gets better. It's the only way that we can completely move forward. Yes, you have competitors and they are doing a great job, but they do not have the reach. And because Vincent Mann has the reach, he can change a lot of lives. And so in that way, I think he needs to be more forward looking and less being like the high school football player who was like, I had that great play. It was awesome. Okay, cool. Let's move forward. Let's see what else you got. Are you now a family man? And do you really mean it? Or is that some kind of marketing ploy? There are a lot of things that that company says that they don't truly believe because if they did, my husband and I would not have been fired this year. Along with a lot of other, wonder, lot, lot other wonderful people, <coughs> whether they were employees or professional wrestlers. So, yes, I don't know if that is a good statement or not, but I think that sums it up. Of course, you give credit to ROH Strong, of course, for this uh, for this interview, and you can also check out the audio. You can check out, of course, how what Maria Maria herself did say, of course, if you wish to, of course, if you wish to uh, <coughs> hear it hear it in much better detail. There, indeed. Uh, excuse me for just one second here, folks. Sorry about that, folks. Had to get a little something to drink there. <coughs> Ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. There, of course, everybody. You are, of course, 
We do thank 411 Mania for providing us with tonight's wrestling news and views. Of course, filling in tonight for our 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team King Ice. King and W.O. Gerard T. Smith and the Iceman Jared D. Geralmo. They, of course, bring you all the news and spit to print here in the WWS Radio Network. And, of course, if the news... <coughs> if, okay, <coughs> if, if, like I said, in order to get the news to fit, of course, they always find a way. If the news doesn't fit, they always find a way to make it fit. And, of course, in GTS's case, super glue and duct tape, you cannot beat that old-fashioned combination, nor, nor nor have we ever tried to do so for the past five years. Excuse me. Sorry about that. Uh, now, ladies and gentlemen, I do see, of course, I think just uh, now getting this coming in, ladies and gentlemen, through our talk show chat box. Uh, we have, of course, our wrestling history and birthdays up here as well. Let's go ahead and introduce the man, of course, behind that here tonight. He is a two-time WCWS Hall of Famer. He's also, of course, part of the team that brings you WCWS Raw Radio. Every Monday afternoon right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. He's also, of course, the founder of the Sports and Pro Wrestling Incorporated Facebook page here as well. And also, of course, the only man that I know of that might be able to keep JD in line whenever JD himself cannot stay in line. Uh, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen, of course, we welcome to episode 936 of Revolution, of course, the human suplex machine, uh, John Gross. Uh, uh, John, of course, sir, we welcome you, sir, to, of course, episode, of course, not 936. We thank you, of course, for coming in here tonight. Is this thing on? Well, as a matter of fact, oh, I thought you were just going to have it up on the chat box, but apparently, yeah, we we hear you. I hear, actually, I kind of really loud and clear here. Yeah, it's my uh, mom. So, uh, yeah, it's my mom's computer. I'm gonna mute mute it, mute myself. Oh, okay. All right, All right. No, no problem. No problem, John. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you very All much. Right. My bad. My bad. My bad, folks. Sorry. Oh, no, no. no problem, bud. No problem. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, got to hear a little bit of a taste of the human suplex machine here tonight. Okay, thank you. We thank you very much. But here is what he has right here in store for us here tonight. <clears throat> but here is, of course, your history and birthdays here for today, January the 12th. On this date in 1998, on Rawls War from State College, Pennsylvania, which I do believe where Penn State University is located, the Rock and Roll Express were awarded the NWA World Tag Team titles the titles were vacated sometime in 1997 when the WWF agreed to have the titles defended on their shows. Also on this same show, Mark Henry joins a nation of domination as he turns on the world's most dangerous man, Ken Shamrock. Also on this date here, let me see here, in 2015, Randy Savage was inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame class of 2015. Also, WWE would confirm that Hall of Famer Hulk Hogan would induct the Macho Man. Ooh, yeah. <clears throat> also, of course, on this date here, uh, ladies and gentlemen, in, uh, let's see, 2016 on SmackDown, Alberto Del Rio defeated Kalisto to regain the WWE United States title. And, of course, a bonus here, uh, a bonus here, ladies and gentlemen, um, Let's see here. Uh, excuse me. Let me. Uh, let's see. 
Uh, we have a bonus piece of history right here that John's provided us on this date. In 1992, Shawn Michaels turns on his former tag team partner, Marty Jannetty, at the barbershop. The two broke ground as a tag team in 1988 through the start of 1992. A problems between the two started beginning in late 1991, leading to Michaels turning on Jannetty. Michaels and Jannetty's feud was put on hold until after the 1993 Royal Rumble, with Michaels retaining the Intercontinental title over an intoxicated Jannetty. Michael Jannetty would have great careers. Jannetty's was modest, defeating Shawn Michaels on May 17, 1993, to capture the IC title, and even teaming up with the 123 Kid on January 10, 1994, win the tag team titles over the Quebecers. I will not say who one of those members of the Quebecers were. But if that man was here right now, of course, he might end up playing that theme. And we're not, we don't want to hear that right now. But Michaels would have a big career winning the Intercontinental, European, Tag Team, WWF, and World Heavyweight titles and also winning the Royal Rumbles back, back to back in 95 and 96. In fact, he was the first man to win the 1995 Royal Rumble match at number one. That feat would be broken in 2004 when Chris Benoit won it. Michaels would continue to be in, in big first after his turn on Jannetty. The latter match, the Iron the Ironman match, he held on the cell in the Elimination Chamber after a temporary retirement <laughs> retirement from Oh dear. Uh, 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 uh. It wasn't JD. Yes, I can tell. Who, I can tell who that was, and I, that was hilarious, sir. Yeah, yeah. You got too much of Jared D. Jerome rolling all over there, John, so you got to be careful about that. <laughs> all right, all right. Go back to my gauge. Go back to the gauge. Yeah, but I salute you. You did, you, oh, you did you. fine. You did fine. Thank you. Okay. You, you did fine. Yeah. No problem. Of course, after a temporary retirement from 1998 to 2002, Michaels would return to wrestling until his retirement in 2010. Today, ladies and gentlemen, would have been the 59th birthday of Luna Vachon. Luna was best known in FCW and transitioned into managing in the early 1990s. She was discovered by the WWF in 1992, but would not debut until April 4, 1993, when she managed Shawn Michaels and had a brief feud with Sherry until managing Bam Bam Bigelow in 1993 and 1994, and then feuded with Alundra Blaze before leaving the company. She returned to the WWF in 1997 as Goldust's manager and of course, with Mark Merrow and Sable. Sable, after, uh, of course, after she would join the oddities, not, oddities excuse me, in 1998, would then feud with Sable again for the women's title at the 1999 Royal Rumble, where she lost. Afterwards, she would have an on-screen relationship with Gangrel, who was married with her at the time. The two left the WWF in 2000. Sadly, she was found dead in August of 2010. She actually was cremated, and her remains were put on the ranch that was once owned by the first WWE Hall of Famer, Andre the Giant, which, of course, that is in Ellerby, North Carolina. I know that area all too well. Now we have some pop culture history and birthdays here for you tonight. On this day in 1803, the U.S. Senate approves 
Thomas Jefferson's nomination of James Monroe and Robert Livingston, the negotiated purchase of New Orleans from France, and also, of course, to also negotiate the purchase of Jared D. Geralmo from his pants. Like, <laughs> ha, 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 ha. Okay. On this day in 1863, President Davis delivers the State of Confederacy Address. On this day in 1906, the first time Dow Jones closes above 100.26. Also on this day in 1918, Joe Malone scores five goals in a 9-4 win over Ottawa to become the first 20-goal scorer in NHL history. Goes on to score 44 regular season goals. I would say 1939, Timely Comics is founded by American publisher Martin Goodman in New York. I would say 1948, the first supermarket in the United Kingdom opens. And this, and actually, J.D. is the first manager of that. <laughs> no, also, that same day, Mahatma Gandhi began, begins his final fast. On this day in 1952, the National Conference defeats the, the American Conference 30 13. On this day in 1958, Dolph Shays sets an NBA record at 11,770 points. On this day in 1959, Motown is founded by Barry Gordy Jr. On this day in 1966, Red Auerbach records his 1,000th NBA career victory, 114 102 over the Los Angeles Lakers in Boston. On that same day, the Batman TV show debuts on ABC. On this day in 1968, the nighttime version of Hollywood Squares premieres on NBC. On this day in 1969, the debut album of Led Zeppelin is released in the U.S. And also on that same day at the Orange Bowl, the New York Jets beat the Baltimore Colts 16-7. On this day in 1971, All in the Family premieres on CBS, featuring the first toilet flush ever heard on TV. And that was when while JD was taking the dump right there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'll say 1974, the song Joker by the Steve Miller Band peaks at number one. I'll say 1975, JD would be happy to hear this. The Pittsburgh Steelers beat the Minnesota Vikings 16 to 6. I'll say 1979, the record blizzard strikes the United States Midwest, killing over 100 people. On this day in 1983, Brooks Robinson is elected to the Baseball Hall of Fame. On this day in 1986, uh, the 24th Space Shuttle is launched. Also on that same day, New the New England Patriots beat the Miami Dolphins 31-14. Also on that same day as well, the Chicago Bears beat Los Angeles 24-0. Uh, yeah, very funny there. On this day in 1988, Willie Star Stargell is, is elected into the Baseball Hall of Fame. On this day in 1991, the largest crowd to watch Atlantic Coast women's basketball game, to watch an Atlantic Coast women's basketball game, 11,520. On this day in 1992, the Buffalo Bills beat the Denver Broncos 10-7 for the AFC title. Also on that same day, the Washington Redskins beat the Detroit Lions 41-10. On this day in 1994, Malcolm X's daughter is arrested for plotting the murder of Louis Farrakhan. On this day in 1993, Mario Lemieux is diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma. On this day in 1995, the murder trial against O.J. Simpson begins in Los Angeles. On this day in 1997, Tiger Woods wins the Mercedes Championship. On this day in 1997, the New England Patriots win the AFC title, and the Green Bay Packers win the NFC title. On this day in 2001, uh, Lizzie McGuire, which is J.D.'s favorite show, is premiered on the Disney Channel. <laughs> On the state in 2010, an earthquake devastates Haiti. 
killing 160,000 people and destroying the majority of the capital of Port-au-Prince. Today is also a happy 67th birthday to uh, radio uh, shock jock Howard Stern. Also, today is a happy 56th birthday to musician Rob Zombie. Rob Zombie kicks some tail, I'll tell you that. Sorry about that, folks. Uh, and, of course, uh, John's got a couple more here. Also, happy 70th birthday to Cheers, uh, the Christy Chris Alley, who, of course, was 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 first seen as a uh, contestant on, on the game show Match Game. Also, believe it or not, was in a lot of great movies, including, believe it or not, one of her first movies, ladies and gentlemen, was in 1982, which was Star Trek to the Wrath of Khan. If y'all remember that. Anyway, she today she also was on Cheers for a short time after Shelley Long left. She turns 70 years old. Now, now John did Rush is Rush Limbaugh also the same age as Kirstie Alley, or do you know how old he is? How old he turns today? Oh yeah, okay. Rush Limbaugh today, another. Uh, radio DJ, of course, also turns 70 years old as well. And also the TV show King of the Hill premiered on this date in 1997, which I think is Justin's favorite show. I'm not sure, but I'm just guessing. Uh, anyway, um, John, that's all he's got here for the history of birthdays here uh, for today here as well. So we thank John for providing that here to us. And also, sadly, today it would, it would have been the 33rd birthday of one of the girls from the show, Glee, Naya Rivera. Sadly, she, she would turn 33 today. Actually, we just we did actually lose her sometime I think a few months ago. Sadly, due due to an accidental drowning. Um, so, so like I said, happy birthday up there in heaven to the late Naya Rivera, indeed. <coughs> and we do thank once again our of course, it was similar to the drowning that took the life of former WWE wrestler Shad Gaspar. So, uh, but they were looked, they were thinking about their kids. I think that was probably the similarities there, which I thought that was really very heroic there, in it, definitely. But John, we thank you very much for providing us with wrestling history, wrestling and pop culture history birthdays here tonight. And we also want to thank 411 Mania once again for providing us with the wrestling news and views. Uh, for the evening here as well. It is now 9.51 p.m. Eastern Time, ladies and gentlemen, on Tuesday, January 12, 2021, 1605-562-0444, caller ID 138055-POUND, uh, episode 900, 
936, ladies and gentlemen, of WCWS Revolution. Um, Mr. WCWS, Chad Hinshaw, alongside, of course, the human suplex machine, John Gross, here with you here tonight. Uh, of course, you did hear him, of course, here for a short period of time, uh, back and forth here. But uh, we do, we do, of course, uh, thank you for, for, mention, for talking to us here as well for a short time. Uh, also, of course, here, ladies and gentlemen, uh, now coming in, now coming in on the line right here. Uh, now coming in here on the line uh, through uh, actually through the talk the talk shoe um, video service, I should say. He is a member of John Gross's Sports and Pro Wrestling Incorporated Facebook page. He is also, of course, a multiple time title holder in our trivia championship series. He is also the general manager of WCW US Fan Empire. Of course, also one of the titles that he currently holds, ladies and gentlemen, he is one half of the WCWS Trivia Gladiator Tag Team Championship alongside the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie. <clears throat> and also, ladies and gentlemen, of course, he is known as the man with the golden voice. And of course, every time, ladies and gentlemen, we start playing the song Love Machine, he's up there standing right there at the front wall shaking his booty. I don't know why, but he, I guess he just likes to do that. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I heard that song earlier earlier in the week, ladies and gentlemen. Don't ask me why I brought that song up, but I just did. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, of course, ladies, of course, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I'm referring to the one and the only. We will now welcome him, of course, into episode 936, of course, of of Revolution, ladies and gentlemen. He is, of course, the soul man. He is Justin Lewis Fleming. Justin, sir, we welcome you to episode 936 of Revolution. Thank you for popping on. Thank you, Chad. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. Okay. Now, let's see. I think John's got some stuff up here to talk about here in terms of Raw. Let's go ahead and get right to his first. And then, of course, Justin, I will talk to you next about your stuff here as well. John says here, Raw, where do we start? Despite McIntyre being pulled from the being pulled out due to the infamous virus, who could save us but Triple H? Uh, Orton versus Triple H in the main event, but it was going to be unsanctioned. Then we heard McIntyre will, of course, still indeed face Goldberg at the Rumble for the WWE title if McIntyre is 100% healthy enough. He could possibly be back by the go-home show because the CD says that you can now be cleared 10 days from this because they said it because originally they did say four, 14 days. Uh, let's see what else John has to say here about this. Uh, but John said he does hope McIntyre does get himself better. We do as well. Uh, but we have not heard. Now, I think we heard something about, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I think we, I think, if I'm not mistaken, didn't we hear something about that McIntyre was tested and he came out negative in this? Was that, was, was that something we, was that something we, we heard, I think? Oh, John said, okay, he did test positive. Okay, he did. Okay. But I thought something about that he was tested and that he was tested negative, that yet they told him to go quarantine. Okay. Okay. Well, if that's the case, then okay. And, uh, and of course, uh, of course, John says, obviously, McIntyre is probably taking this time while he's quarantining, um, that, uh, that he's following, of course, all of Goldberg's classic matches, I guess. 
John also said that he heard that Oscar, Kofi Kingston, and some of the other members of the Hurt business were not there as well. Now, I did hear something about Kofi was injured again. Now, uh, I heard something about that. I'm not sure what the full details is. So John says, John says he says he doesn't know if they were tested positive from what he heard from. And of course, John said what he heard about Kofi was he suffered a broken jaw, and he was actually snowed in in Texas. Was Kofi live in Texas now? I didn't know Kofi lived. Is, does Kofi live in Texas now? I didn't know that. Huh. Of course, John says, of course, talk, still talking about Raw. Does everyone, does everyone remember in May of 2016 when Charlotte turned on Ric Flair? Yeah. I'm surprised that it's been about not even five years since that's happened. That felt like it's been just more recent. It felt to me like it's been recent. Well, apparently, guess what? Ric Flair repays the favor by turning on to Charlotte. Oh. By you, by by, of course, aligning himself with Lacey Evans. John says, in his personal opinion, he believes that Charlotte deserves it because of her cockiness and stuff. I'm even surprised that Ric Flair is even out in this, out while this is all going on. But I'm gonna throw up. Yeah, I think Justin, you told me that last night. Um, I don't really blame you. Yeah, I don't really blame you. Uh, John yeah, said, hey, I, John I, agree, said I agree with that, but it's kind of disgusting. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Charlotte deserved, but it's kind of disgusting. Well, like I said, we'll keep it at that. Then we don't want to get you sick on the air. But, uh, John says that she actually deserved what happened to her last night. So. Uh, <laughs> Let's see what else. Uh, let's see what else John has to say right here. John says, however, though the game versus Orton, of course, not just when we thought things were going to get interesting. Uh, uh, and they look like Triple H never lost a step in the match. I mean, if you keep Triple H off of action for a little bit, if he's doing, of course, right now, obviously, of course, now he's doing part-time things as he's pretty much an executive. It's kind of cool that, like I said, that you get a chance to see him every once in a while. Because uh, John says he still had it. Then we see the Fiend's mind games played. And also, and Triple H having his sledgehammer set on fire. The Hoosier show up, but Miss Bliss who we last saw two weeks when Orton attempted to set her on fire. Just like, of course, what I think what Randy did to uh, Bray Wyatt. And, and the payback of what happened in TLC was, of course, Orton doing that to The Fiend. John says, an eye for an eye, Randy. Guess, guess what the eye got you with Bliss through that fireball in your face. 
John says, like he, like of course, like he said, of course, about Charlotte Flair, he actually deserved it too. But of course, John says he was kind of wild about the ring collapsing during the match between Keith Lee and John Morrison. Now, I heard something about the ring collapsing. I didn't hear the full details about that. Was that kind of an intentional thing, or was it, or did that 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 did this happen right out? Of, this is was this something that pretty much just happened right out of the blue? And John says Keith Lee can move fast, and John says it just happened. Yeah. Uh, hmm. when, when you chug down that sprite, man, that really kind of cleared you out a little bit. Hmm. John says he hopes Keith does not do it if he's entered in the Royal Rumble match. That could knock some people straight out of the ring. Now, by now, I would have figured at least we probably would hear from JD, but we haven't heard from him. Hmm. So, John says Raw was a very interesting show, nothing very exciting. But enough, but enough surprises to keep me satisfied. Okay, I see why. John, tell him that I had to create another one because the other the other episode froze on me. Tell him about the new one. See if he can get on it. That's probably why he can't get into it. So. Okay. While we tried to get, apparently, like ladies and gentlemen, we did hear that the Iceman is trying to get is trying to get on, but apparently he's having some difficulty getting on 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 the call here. So hopefully we'll have him on here momentarily. In the meantime, here let's see what let's see any thoughts that Justin might have had about, of course, last night's edition of of course of uh, of of Monday Night Raw. Please, Justin, go ahead, right ahead. Okay, um, don't tell, all right, Chad, don't tell me this. Don't tell me that WWE is going to go, um, going to do, um, the, the, do with Ric Flair, um, Lacey Evans, and Charlotte, like they did with the storyline between Vince McMahon, um, Trish Stratus, and Stephanie McMahon, Al Wilson. Tori Wilson and Don Marie and um, Sable and Mr. Man Sable and Stephanie. I mean, it, I mean, it, I mean, this is um, a stupid storyline. I think you know, I think, I think Ric Flair and Lacey Evans should be ashamed of themselves. I mean, Lacey Evans, what are you thinking? What kind of a mother are you? I mean, I mean, well, how do you think how do you think your little girl is gonna feel about you? I mean, you're a married damn woman, and you have a little girl. How do you think your little girl is going to feel about you um, being with, with a man twice your age? And Ric Flair, what are you thinking? I mean, you're you're a happily married man. I mean, 
Um, how do you think your wife, Miss Miss Wendy Barlow, is gonna feel about this? You and you and you and um, and and Lacey Evans. I mean, it's, it's disgusting. I mean, but you know what? But you know what, Chad? I think um, Charlotte kind of. I kind of agree with, with um, with um, um, what uh, with uh, John. He said um, when he said that Charlotte deserved. I agree because that's what that's what Charlotte gets for um disrespecting her father and slapping her father because there's an old saying honor thy father and um i know you agree agree with that honor thy father well of course yeah yeah and what about this and what about in in last night they had last night this man bruce Pritch and kevin dunn had the same old crap last night same old shit um, Nia Jack, Nia Jax, and Shayna Baszler versus um, Man and Dana Brooke, Man Dana, uh, Manny, um, Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose. I mean, how many times are we gonna see that shit again? How many times are we gonna see see Mandy Rose and and Dana Brooke get beat by these two women? Just crazy. John even says he couldn't have seen yeah, it. But, uh, yes. Okay. Sorry about that. We were just reading another story here. Let's look at mine now. Look at the. It appears that the vice president is not going to invoke the 25th Amendment. So, so that means they possibly could kind of do it themselves to try to get Trump out of office, which was about a week before the inauguration. What it's looking like to me, but it looks like it said, it said the vice president pretty much saying it's, it's, it wouldn't be worth it, wouldn't be worth doing. Even though he said it himself that Trump needs to needs to go, but I mean, after another here, guys, on that. So, all right, John, is JD still having difficulty trying to get on? Well, here's what. Well, well, okay. Why you do it? What we had to do is apparently, like I said. We had a small issue. Okay, you did. You did tell him that I made it. Okay, good. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, the soul man is also going to try to get a hold of the Iceman, Jared D. Oh, 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 never mind. Never mind. Right. He, I, I, I know it's coming. He, oh, he is? Okay. Okay. I'm talking um, you could know John got the word. You got the, you got the word from John. Okay. Well, he well he John told JD that I had I had to make a new call because the original one that I made this afternoon apparently it locked me out for some odd reason before I even had a chance to. Well, we were while I was trying to get on the air. Apparently, talk it had somehow something in it locked me out of it, and before I knew it, I couldn't get on it at all. So I had to create a brand new one. So unfortunately. So these things do happen here, folks. I hope we will get to hear from the Iceman here in just a few moments. 
In the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, uh, John and Justin, of course, I want to thank them. Oh, uh, Chad, um, uh, JD, I got a message from JD. Yes. He told me he can he, he can't get on the show. Well, did you did you? Okay. All right, uh, just Justin, uh, ladies and gentlemen, excuse. While, while we're on the air here, we're going we're going to try another attempt. Uh, Justin, inform JD. Tell him to call my personal line. And looks like he's just going to have to probably just just call me through. He's going to have to talk hey, call, to call, him, call, his. Call. Uh, call. He knows call my, my number. Tell call. him to call. Me. Call my number. Tell him to call my phone number. My yeah, okay. call my cell number, and he'll just have to just do it that way. He know he knows what my number is. So, I mean, he can call me. Okay. And we'll and we'll we'll of course, like I said, just bring him in here. I don't know what it is, but we'll have to. I'll explain it to him and let him know what's happened. In the meantime, while while Justin, of course, relays that message to JD, apparently, like I said, the Iceman is having is trying to get on the line. We did hear that some. We did hear that someone else is also trying to get on here as well. Uh, but apparently, um, apparently, like I said, uh, we apparently, like I said, we had difficulty starting up. Uh, when we, of course, got the shows prepared earlier in the earlier in the afternoon. Um, we. Um, we of course, like I said, we of course, like I, said, I, I did actually get on the line, get on the line here a little bit early. I don't know if that meant, uh, um, if that meant, like I said, if that's what lot, that's what pre prevented me from starting the original show earlier, and that might have been the one that JD and our other. Okay, now was he? Now, is that him again? Oh, oh, um, um. Oh, he was just said he he asked me did, did if I did if I did that if I um called by number no 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 because I um no, um I didn't do that because um it, um I, I only um signed in my account and when I, when I signed in, signed my show because um when he told me if I did that um I called your number. Okay. Okay. Well, just something like that. He knows what my cell. He knows what my cell number is. He can call me on. It's not connected to the show. He can call me on that. So, so, I mean, he can do that. And like I said, uh, he can. And we may have be having a problem with him. Maybe another guest trying to do the same thing. So. And while Justin tries to get that worked out here, folks, let me go ahead and talk about here. As you, as a, as, a, as we of course did mention here, ladies and gentlemen, we did, um, we did, of course, was able to officially get the uh, second round. <laughs> we actually did work on. We did actually work on um, getting getting the. Uh, uh, second round of the first annual WCWS Fantasy Wrestling Classic updated. Uh, um, 
and of course, um, while we, while, while of course we continue to try to get a hold of JP, uh, while we of course try to get him on the air, uh, um, to let you know, of course, of what the official updates are. Um, of course, about who who did move, who did of course move forward. Um, and of course, that voting, of course, will continue for the second round. Here, will continue on through, of course, uh, this Friday's edition. This Friday's edition, of course, of uh, of of Revolution. Um, but of course, we're getting. Oh, Chad, 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 wants to know um, what's your phone? What's your um phone number? Told me to ask you he knows, if um uh, in Facebook. He knows what Ladies and gentlemen, my opponent's apologies. I have no idea. I have no idea, have no idea what was this. Well, JD knows my number. He called me about all the time. So I don't know why in the world he I don't know why in the world he sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. Uh 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 And I don't know what that is, and uh, there's something wrong with me. Uh, but anyway, my my anyway, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and give you an update on that right now, even as we, while we, of course, continue to wait here. Um, first off, of course, um, in the, the the first match in that, ladies and gentlemen, of course. As officially, like you said, Adam Cole and Matt Hardy moved on to the uh, to the to to of course the first of the eight matches in the second round. Match number two is CM Punk taking on Kurt Angle. Match number three, the Macho Man Randy Savage taking on Brock Lesnar. Match number four, Andre the Giant taking on Finn Balor. Match number five, Triple H taking on Dolph Ziggler. Match number six, Drew McIntyre taking on Yokozuna. Match number seven, Hulk Hogan taking on Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. And match number eight, the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels, taking on Cody Rhodes. And already, ladies and gentlemen, the voting is already starting up hot and heavy. And, of course, like I said, we do have a, several ties in this, in, this, uh, uh, in this up here so far. But there's still plenty of time here to vote here, ladies and gentlemen, as, of course, um, those who, of course, went, uh, um, like I said, make your votes, make your picks count. Like I said, because whoever advances your vote, you 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 receive a point for each one. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, we'll let you know. Of course, after all this is over, we'll let you know about who comes up here as the uh, as the eventual winner. Of course, of uh, <coughs> of the um, of of this, of course, and we'll pick up the new NXT US New Year's Evil Championship. Also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, as I did mention, we do have the uh, prediction title challenge up for, for, M for the Impact Hard to Kill pay-per-view coming up here this Saturday. Uh, 
Uh, of course, ladies and gentlemen, I do have to, of course, kind of hope I might be able to do some corrections on the, on, on, of course, the, uh, um, yes, okay. I'm doing, doing a little editing right here, of course, to update this. As, as you know, ladies and gentlemen, of course, the current uh, setup here is apparently Impact Wrestling and uh, AEW, of course, like I said, are kind of working together here in some respects. So we figured it'd be fun to kind of unit to kind of be uh, have a separate belt here, of course, and be be a little bit unified here. But of course, the winner of this prediction title challenge will pick up the brand new Impact US slash AEW US Unified World Heavyweight Championship. So there's a big belt, of course, coming up here. Of course, that's up for grabs here. So get your votes in here and make them count here, folks. As, of course, between this Thursday and Friday on Wolfpack and on Friday's edition of Revolution, we will be also getting predictions in on the air for the, for the Impact Hard to Kill event. So if some folks are not able to get on Facebook and all that, we will, of course, like I say, if you still want to get in on it, we will, of course, get your votes in, of course, here as well. Also, of course, one other match here to talk about, and that is, of course, um, and that is, of course, the uh, that 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 is, of course, the um, um, the match for the NXT US Heritage Cup Championship. Of course, as you know, uh, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, taking on uh, the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, of course, here. One and one on one matchup here. Uh, so far, here, of course, in the voting here for that, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, John, of course, is John, of course, has done has done a fine job in defending this belt. But now Michelle's got a little bit of a lead on her right now. As right now, it's a seven to three uh, margin right now in t in favor of Michelle, of course, over John. So, uh, John, you might want to, of course, start doing some campaign on this as well. I think Michelle. Michelle's on the verge of trying to get that belt from in there, bud. So you might need to be a little bit careful there. In the meantime, here, ladies and gentlemen, I do have to step away for in the meantime for just a couple of short minutes. I do believe that the soul man Justin Lewis Fleming might have a little bit of extra history and birthdays here to mention here. So while we of course wait for hopefully for some more folks to pop on in here tonight, let's go ahead and let Justin get his, of course, his secondary. Is his, of course, uh, addition to the history and birthday report here, of course, here as well. As I will return here momentarily with episode 936 of Revolution, let's go to the soul man, Justin Lewis Fleming, right here, of course, with his uh, history and birthday uh, uh, additions. Uh, Justin, please go ahead. I will be back here, of course, momentarily on Revolution 936. Okay. Okay, uh, today would have been the 87th birthday of Ray Thunderstern. He was an American. He was an American professional wrestler, bodybuilder, and interpreter. At the age of 13, he joined the Merchant Marines using the name Paul Davis and discovered and discovered bodybuilding, a sport he loved very very much. He would carry a pair of 50-pound dumbbells in his duffel bag for workouts. In 1950, Stern began wrestling at the age of 17 in New York City, working for Rudy Dusek. Due to his penchant for aerial moves, promoter, moves promoters nicknamed him Thunder. 
Stern opened the first co-ed gym in the United States in San Francisco, California, as well as the first with the nursery. He also worked with real estate and rental properties. Stern was also an avid flyer, and during his wrestling career, this allowed him to travel great distances in short periods to conduct more business and matches in a quicker span. He founded Stern Air in Addison, Texas, with a fleet of Lear jets and Falcons. He even flew to Czechoslovakia to train with their national aerobatic champions. And that was very successful that the team named him as an official backup member at the world level. In 1994, Stern published his autobiography, Power and Thunder, the rags to richer story of woman's adventure of fame, fortune, romance, and fitness. He was awarded he was also awarded the Trent the Iron Mike Mazurki Award in 2000 at that year's Cauliflower, Cauliflower Alley Club reunion, an award that recognizes wrestlers, wrestlers for such success outside the industry. In 2005, he received the New York State Award, now since renamed the Senator Hugh Farley Award from the Professional Wrestling Hall of Fame and Museum in Amsterdam, New York. On March 7, 6, 2000, 2007, Stern died of complications from heart surgery. He was 74 years old. He is survived by his wife of 10 years, Debbie Stern, a fitness athlete and, and, and IFBB judge. Today is the 64th birthday of B. Brian Blair. I know he, he is, I know, I know he, you know who he is, Chad. He's a professional wrestler and American politician. He is best known for his appearances with the, with the World Wrestling Federation, WWF, under the ring main B. Bl Brian Blair as one half of the tag team Killer Kill the Killer Bees in the 1980s. Today would have been the 52nd birthday of Alexander Rizzo. He was an American professional wrestler band known by his ring name, Big Dick, Big Dick Dudley. Rizzo was best known for his appearances with the Philadelphia, Pennsylvania-based professional wrestling promotion, ECW Extreme Championship Wrestling from 1994 to 1999 as a member of the Dudley Brothers. Today is the 41st birthday of Margot Jaggi. He is a Swiss professional wrestler and wrestling trainer known by his renamed Aries, who, compete, who pr primarily competes in European and American independent promotions. For much of his career, Jaggi teamed with Claudio Castagnoli, we all know as Cesaro in the WWE, and Mark Rudin as part of Swiss Money Holding. Today is the 30th birthday of Victoria Gonzalez. She is an American professional wrestler of Mexican descent. She is signed to WWE and performs on the NXT brand under ring name Raquel Gonzalez. Gonzalez is a second generation professional wrestler as she is the daughter of Ricky Gonzalez. Now here's some wrestling history from 30 years ago today. 30 years ago today, Sid Justice defeated Darnell Gates on w NWA WCW Pro. Lex Luger defeated Mike Hart on NWA WCW Hawaii. Terry Taylor defeated Mike Thor on NWA WCW Power Hour. The Undertaker defeated Ray Jobber Ray Hammer on WWF Superstars. 
Blake Big Bossman was a co-host of WWF Spotlight, and Rick Steiner defeated Jeff Sward on NWA WCW Saturday on TBS. And 20 years ago today, three films were released in theaters nationwide. I know you, Chad, you remember these movies. Antitrust starring Ryan Philippe, Rachel Lee Cook, Tim Robbins, and Claire Filani. Double Take starring Eddie Griffin and Orlando Jones. And Save the Last Dance starring um, Julia Stiles and Sean Patrick Thomas. And 20 years ago today, Disney Channel aired an original movie called Xenon Sequel. That's it. Thank you very much, Yeah, that was the same day. Chad, you know, that was the same day. That was the same day that the Disney Channel aired that um TV show with Hillary Duff, Lizzie McGuire. Right, and of course, as we said, JD right. used to watch that show all the time. That's fine. <laughs> I almost made justice put out of order. I can't believe that. That would have been funny. Oh, by the way, Justin, I don't know if you noticed or not. I know what JD's real name is. What is it? Did you know that JD? Well, first off, you do know JD is actually an alias. That's not his real name. His real name. Oh is, yeah, J- Jerry. Yeah, his real name is Anita Man. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. You need a, uh, you need a man like it. You need a man. I get it. No, Justin, you don't. JD does. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Okay, I, yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, I, uh, get, I, get, I don't like it. I mean, you, you need a man like uh, a need a man like as in you need a man. I get it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Of course, as we said, JD is gay. JD is gay. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just joking. I, 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 but that's his preference. That's fine. Uh, let's go ahead and just go back to what I was talking about here early, let you know about how what the status is of a lot of these of a lot of these matches. As we said, of course, Michelle is leading John. In the in the match for the NXT US Heritage Cup Championship seven to three, uh, of course, as we said, of course the uh, um, the hard to kill prediction title challenge that we just posted. First off, the knockouts tag team title match that will come up. We have seven people that has voted for the team of Havoc and Nevea. One person has voted for the team of Kira Hogan and Tisha Steele. Uh, the six man tag team match. Seven people have voted for the team of Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers. Nobody has voted for the team of Rich Swan and the Motor City Machine Guns. The X Division title, we have seven people that's voted for Manic. Nobody has voted for either Rohit Raju or Chris Bay. Hmm. The Knockouts title match here, we have the, uh, four people that's, that, that has voted for Deanna Perrazzo to retain. Three people have voted for Taya Vaccari to win it. The old school rules t- six-man tag team match. We have eight people that have voted for uh, Cousin Jake, Rhino, and Tommy Dreamer. Nobody has voted for Eric Young and his team. Uh, the Barbed Wire Massacre match. Five people have voted for Eddie Edwards. Two people have voted for Sammy Callahan. And the one-on-one match. Uh, 
Eight people have voted for Ethan Page. Nobody has voted for his alter ego, the Karate Man. Yes, that is an actual match at the pay-per-view called Karate Man. Ethan Page versus the Karate Man. Also, ladies and gentlemen, just for the fun of it last night, I don't know if you happen to notice it or not, and uh, Justin may even probably have a little bit of a, a laugh with this one, I actually posted a special exhibition poll entitled Battle of the Bosses. And he might, you, Justin, you might get a little bit of a kick as to who the two combatants were. One of them was Vince McMahon. The other one was me. <laughs> no, and, uh, no, and and surprisingly enough, and you might, and this might put a little, this might put a little bit of a smile on your face. Eight people have voted for me. Nobody has voted for Vince. <laughs> I think I can take down Good, Vince. good. Yeah. Because he's a yeah. piece of garbage. Yeah, well, he's, he's, he's like a bag of bones already. So, I mean, I think I think I probably could take him down. So, anybody wants to see me do it, let me know, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get it arranged somehow. I don't know. But, but anyway, um, uh, also, and as we said before, in the second round of the first annual WWS Fantasy Wrestling Classic, Adam Cole has seven votes. Matt Hardy has none. Match number two, five people have voted for CM Punk. Two people have voted for Kurt Angle. Match number three, it is a tie. Four people have voted for Randy Savage. Four people have voted for Brock Lesnar. Uh, match number four, Andre the Giant has four votes. Finn Balor has three. Uh, the next one, match number five, uh, Triple H has six votes. Dolph Ziggler has one. Uh, match number six, Drew McIntyre has seven votes. Yokozuna has none. Match number seven, Hulk Hogan has four votes. Ricky Steamboat has three votes. And match number eight, right now we're also at, at a tie. We have three people that voted for Shawn Michaels, and we have three people that have voted for Cody Rhodes. So this ought to be, of course, like I said, a very unique thing here indeed. But we will, of course, as far as, of course, the the Heritage Cup championship match between Michelle and John, as well as, of course, uh, the uh, <clears throat> as well as, of course, the second round of the Fantasy Wrestling Classic and the special in the special exhibition Battle of the Bosses hold between Vince McMahon and myself. Uh, we will, of course, bring you the results of all that. Coming up here, of course, this Friday night, of course, on Revolution episode uh, 938. Of course, we will let you know about that. But in the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow, uh, just to give you a lineup as to what will be taking place, of course, first off, uh, don't forget our next episode of WCWS Outside the Ropes, of course, coming up at 630. 141-387-POUND uh, as I'll be bringing you, of course, the latest pop culture news and views also, of course, bring you some pop culture history and birthdays and also give you, of course, a preview of tomorrow night's revolution by providing a few pieces of wrestling news stories, also from 411 Mania. Be sure to listen in on that, of course, at 630. Also, episode 937 of Revolution, ladies and gentlemen, 138055 pound as Justin right now is enjoying a banana. 
is going. He's doing like. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, uh, anyway, of course, like I said, we'll be also once again we'll, we'll provide more wrestling news and views, and also more history and birthdays. Plus, also of course, give you try to give you as many, much results as possible for for of course. Uh, um, uh, tomorrow night's AEW Dynamite show, as well as, of course, tomorrow's NXT show. And also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, more updates here, of course, on the poll matches I just mentioned here, plus some other fun stuff coming up here, of course, tomorrow night on episode 937 of Revolution. Uh, like, uh, 10.32 p.m., ladies and gentlemen, of course, Tuesday, uh, January 12th, 2021, episode 936 of Revolution here tonight. One three eight zero five five pound as we said. One six zero five five six two zero four four four. Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw here alongside, of course, the Human Suplex Machine John Gross and the Soul Man Justin Lewis Fleming. We have currently, of course, ladies and gentlemen, a couple of our guests are having some difficulties in getting on the line here. Um, we, we're not sure if it has anything to do with, of course, we're having, of course, having to revamp. This episode here, because we have some we have some technical issues here, of course, with trying to get the show going. So we had to, we had to reform we had to reformat re- reformat the shows in order to get them back up and going. So hopefully, like I said, we'll uh, hopefully, like I said, uh, we'll get a chance in the next thirty minutes or so to hear from 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 everyone, including, of course, we're hoping to hear. At least from the Iceman Jared DiGirolamo and also and or the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie, but apparently, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, uh, they're still having some technical issues in, in getting on the line. Um, we're hoping here, we're hoping here, of course, like I said, to get them on the line here as soon as we possibly can. But we'll keep you informed, of course, here as well. Um, we'll keep you, we'll keep you informed here as well. If we can get them on here within the next few moments or so, uh, as you know, uh, as you did here, of course, yesterday on WCWS Raw Radio, of course, JD was getting, of course, uh, getting a lot of people, lot of, uh, getting opinions from, of course, uh, every, uh, all the panelists that did come on, including myself yesterday, uh, about some of their some some inter- infamous moments. From Royal the Royal Rumbles of the past, of course, all starting going all the way back to the very beginning one, of course, in 1988, all the way, of course, to the one they had here this year, 2000, to this past year, 2020. Of course, as you know, the Royal Rumble event, of course, will be coming up, uh, <clears throat> coming up, of course, at the end of this month on January 31st. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, of course, I did say on, on Raw Radio yesterday that between now and, of course, the Friday. The, the Friday, uh, the the rev- the episode, the, the uh, Friday before the Royal Rumble, of course, that episode of Revolution, of course, but episode, all our episodes of Revolution and Wolfpack this month will both be talking about, of course, our some infamous moments that took place at Royal Rumbles of the past. So if anyone, of course, like I said, you know, on every every night cared that cared to, of course, share any special moments. Of course, that would stand out in their personal opinion. Uh, we did hear some doozies here, of course, yesterday. I remember there's a lot of moments there. One that I happened to mention myself was, of course, obviously the the uh, 
the moment in 1990 when Hulk Hogan defeated Mr. Perfect to win the 1990 Royal Rumble. That was another big time moment. Uh, John, let me ask you, sir. Uh, what was what are some my uh, other matches moments? Is anything that stood out in your mind as far as uh, from the Royal Rumbles of the past, dating all the way back to the, from the very beginning? Of course, in 1988 up until, of course, the one that they had last year. Anything particular? Any particular moments stood out in your mind? John happens to mention, of course, the match at the 1994 Royal Rumble between Undertaker and Yokozuna. Oh, yes. Yes, 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 yes. That was, of course, the uh, the one where, of course, Undertaker, I think, got uh, and ended up getting, of course, a lot of wrestlers to uh, uh, help him roll the casket back. And all of a sudden, he appeared on the Undertaker appeared on the Titan Tron. And of course, they had that big storyline between January and August. Then, of course, when the Undertaker returned at SummerSlam to meet the fake Undertaker that Ted DiBiase came out with and everything. So, I do remember that moment. Yes, indeed. Justin, uh, any particular moments between, of course, the beginning to, of course, the last year's edition of the Royal Rumble? Any particular matches or moments that stood out in your opinion? Last year, um, well, any, any, any from any, from any I, did not, I did not like Charlotte. I did not like Charlotte winning the Royal Rumble, women's Royal Rumble. Okay, okay. Well, actually, there's there's one that kind of stood out for me. And I'm going to go classic here. I actually got this on videotape, and I actually posted this match in the uh, WCWS NXTNG video vault here just recently. And that was, let me see, what was it? Um, I believe, I, I believe, let me see, let me go back see if I can, uh, let me see, I just, I just, I just posted that match here. Actually, there was a couple of them that I actually posted. Uh, let me see. Uh, uh, let me see here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> Thank you. That's what you get when you're checking down that sprite, man. Like I said, that kind of clean you out right there. Kind of what kind of woke me up right there too. Um, by the way, the video of all we've I've been chalking, we've been putting that in a lot of great matches and moments on there. So be sure to check out. Be sure to check out, of course, a lot of. Uh, be sure to check. Be sure to check out a lot of the matches and moments we've got posted on there here today. Uh, now, some unfortunately, I guess they have probably YouTube has possibly taken them down. Uh, let me. Okay. Uh, 
Okay. Uh, let me see. I know that I've... Oh, yeah, here it is. That's what I'm talking about right here. It was the... Um, it was the WWF title match at the 1997 Royal Rumble between Shawn Michaels and the, the champion who was champion then, uh, Psycho Sid. And I think that was the last time, if I'm not mistaken, I think that was the last time that uh, Jose Lothario actually came out with Shawn Michaels. I believe it was. So... Um, but that was a great match. Great moment. John, uh, name another moment here, but like I said, we can go out and we can go all night here. But like I said, we're going to be doing this between now and right before the rumble starts. So, uh, just anything that stands out, there's like a, there's a whole bunch of great moments. Ah, yes. Uh, now, now, John, what do you mean that's your two things to talk about tonight? You're you talking about the two moments you just you just gave us here? Oh, okay. Another moment he's talked about here was from the 04 uh, Roy Rumble match whenever Chris Benoit won it at number one. Okay. Okay. Justin, um, some more stuff mm -hmm. there, bud. Um, anything, and, 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 yes, anything else that stands out? Go ahead. Well, well, um, what about? What is it? Uh, oh, oh, oh. Oh, 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 no, 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 no. We've we've already done our talk about that. What we're talk, what we're doing now is, like I said, I said between now and right before the Royal Rumble, we're just going to just bring up some great moments here and discuss some great moments from the, from, from the Royal Rumbles of the past. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, oh. What, what, what? Oh, my, oh, my favorite Royal Rumble moment. Another, another, another moment that you had. Yes, please bring up whatever you want. Yes. Um, Stone Cold winning, becoming the three-time World Rumble winner, 97, 98, and 2001. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. That, that is a good one. That, that is a good one there. Uh, uh, let me see. Let me see. Uh... Uh, let's see. What is another? What is another good one? Ah, uh, Lord. See, there's a lot of good ones. There's a lot of good. Oh, 1998, when Mick Foley came out there three times, three faces of Foley. He came out as mankind. Oh, that's. Good. I don't know what order. 
I don't know. I forgot what order he did it in, but he came out as all. He did all three of his personas. He did mankind in one, then he did Dude Love, and then I think he did Captain's Check. That's another good moment. <clears throat> uh, let me see. Um, John, what's another one, bud? And like I said, if y'all if y'all want to go back and do some research and all that and look up some stuff about this a lot of stuff that stands out in your mind please feel free to do so because like i encourage um like i said whatever stands out in your mind i mean like i said i'm not just talking about the recent one i'm talking about like even like going all the way back to when it first started back in the late 80s i mean anything that comes out in your mind there guys uh, John says here the very first 40-man Royal Rumble they had in 2011. Yeah, that was a good, that was, I remember that. Uh, John, was that the one where, uh, Kevin Nash came out as Diesel? Because he came out as Diesel. Wasn't that the one? Right, okay, that was, okay, I remember that. Remember that, um, Justin. Like I said, we can keep going on. We can keep going. Oh no! Hey, um, oh no! I'm sorry. My favorite was <laughs> um, my favorite Royal Rumble moment. Um, was uh, Yokozuna. Okay. Uh, so, it, so, so you're talking about like any moment that, like, or you like any moment involving Yokozuna? That was at the Rumble. Is that what you're talking yo, about? Yeah, yo, um, yo, um, Randy Savage um, tried to um, cover him, but in and uh, pinfalls on Clinton Royal Rumble matches, and Yokozuna threw put push Randy Savage um, over the top rope, threw him out. I think that was. Right, I think okay. that was when uh, that's how Yokozuna Yokozuna earned the opportunity to face uh, Bret Hart at WrestleMania Nine. I think, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so, uh, let me see another one for me. Uh, oh gosh. Um, well, let's see. Um, oh, dear. Uh, I mentioned the 1990 Royal Rumble yesterday, the moment where Brother Love was interviewing both, uh, Sensational Sherry and uh, Sapphire, and uh, uh, and then I think it was when Sapphire uh, cold cocked uh, Sensational Sherry. Randy sat uh, Sensational Sherry. Uh, I think Brother Love got in her face, and then I think Randy Savage actually got in the ring and uh, tried to take down Sapphire and all of a sudden Dusty Rhodes comes and tries to 
and then I think uh, uh, then I think Dusty Rose does a number on Brother Love. I think during that it was right before the 1990 Rumble match happened. So, uh, so <sighs> okay, let's see, uh, John. What what's another one, bud? I mean. Mm, not that. Okay. John mentions the 1995 Royal Rumble with both Shawn Michaels and the British Bulldog at number one and number two. Yes, I do remember. I do recall that. Um, let's see, Justin, another one, bud. Um, Shawn Michaels, um, 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 uh, um, Royal Rumble '95, um, British Bulldog throwing Shawn Michaels over the top rope, but um, Shawn Michaels um holds on the, the blue writing, blue red writing, blue ring ropes for dear life, with, with without his feet touching the ground, he and comes pulls right back in um the mat um ring, and he throws Davy Boy yeah. Smith out of Davy Boy Smith out of the ring. Right. Hmm. Oh, 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 and there's something else, Chad. There's something else, Chad. Remember, um, there was sure. a feud between Shawn Michaels and the British Bulldog. There had a feud because um, British Bulldog had a few had a British Bulldog. Um, there was a feud in 1996. British um, Shawn Michaels and British Bulldog had a feud with each other, and British Bulldog accuses Shawn Michaels of flirting with his wife, British um, Bret Hart's wife, Diana Hart Smith. And you know what? Bret Hart's sister right. Diana Hart Smith. Right. You know what I think, Chad? I know. I know you're gonna agree with me on this. I don't think there's nothing. There was nothing going on between Shawn Michaels and Bret, um, British Bulldog's wife Diana. Because I, in my opinion, I think British Bulldog just holds a grudge against Shawn Michaels just because he threw him over the top top rope at um. Well, um, in nineteen, in nineteen, all right, in ninety-six, he had, um, in my opinion, he hold held a grudge against Shawn Michaels just because he threw him over the top rope at the nineteen ninety-five Royal Rumble, taking away his opportunity of being the main event at WrestleMania. And well, sure, sure, I agree. Sure, sure, I agree. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely, yeah, I definitely yeah. agree. Yeah. Um. One, one, one more for me, and then John. Before you go, bud, I would like for you to come on the line because there's something I would like to take care of before you leave. All um, right. Um, okay. All right, John. Stand by here. I'm gonna name one more moment here for me as far as the Royal Rumble is concerned. Uh, obviously, of course, the number. Obviously, another one here, of course was the very first Royal Rumble matchup in which I uh, do believe uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan won the uh, very first Royal Rumble match back in 1988. So, but we'll, we'll cover some more tomorrow. Uh, 
What the heck? Okay. Um, anyway, I don't know what that was. Uh, anyway, uh, John, thank you, thank you for coming on live here. John, I do this tonight because a lot of times you're not able to get on on Fridays. And the past couple of Fridays, I'm sure you probably have heard heard <clears throat> that I conducted uh, contract negotiations as far as WWS is concerned. One on one run with Michelle and uh, two weeks ago. And then last Friday, I did one with, of course, JD. Uh, and it was recommended and suggested that the third person that I take care of along with this is you. Uh, okay. So we're going, to, we're going to go ahead and take care of that. Since you're also a longstanding uh, member of this, uh, of this, of this, of this group here. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to go ahead and take care of that here, uh, here right now. And John, John is kissing in the dark. Okay, <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, your screen is black. Okay, there you go. No, there you go. Fade to black. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm doing Metallica now. Anyway, <clears throat> let's go ahead and get right down. Justin, since you're here, you'll 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 apply as a witness here tonight. So just you just sit tight and just relax here for a little bit. Um. I'm, uh, of course, officially conducting, uh, for the record here, episode 936, WWS Revolution on TalkShoe.com, Tuesday, January 12th, 2021, 10.53 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. <clears throat> uh, hereby, of course, I enter in, of course, like I said, Chad Hinshaw, founder of WCWS, uh, do hereby enter into, of course, uh, Contract negotiations, of course, here for 2021, and of course extended that, that to, of course, um, to Mr. Uh, uh, John. I don't know what your middle name is. I didn't use your middle name anyway, so that's okay, Mr. John Gross. Uh, so, uh, John, uh, here just before we and. And of course, I said while we were conducting that, apparently we lost John. Uh, all right, John, do we have you back with us? John, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, okay, just want to make sure. Okay, okay, we have we have you now. Okay, here we go. Okay. <clears throat> Here, of course, are the, of course, the discussions here as far as the contract negotiations are concerned. Uh, John, of course, like I said, your duties, of course, as far as WWS has been concerned, uh, of course, ha of course, have been the following. You are, of course, a co-host in the WWS radio network, of course, for uh, WCWS Raw Radio. Uh, you're also, of course, uh, um, of course, uh, WCW US's uh, 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 chief, uh, or I like to call the CHO, uh, or Chief Historic Historical Officer, which means, of course, like I said, you handle, you check on, and you handle all the, uh, uh, of course, uh, uh, history and, and birthdays, of course, which has now has officially extended 
uh, you still, of course, include professional wrestling, but you also have extended it into, of course, everything on the pop culture scene as well. Uh, <clears throat> also, of course, uh, you have also, of course, you you have, of course, uh, maintained, of course, uh, um, additional duties, of course, in maintaining your own group, of course, officially titled John Gross's Sports and Pro Wrestling Incorporated. Uh, even though, of course, it's not in any way affiliated with WCWS, of course, it is, of course, a, I do hereby, cons I do consider it a partner, I do consider your group, John, a partner group, so definitely keep that in mind. Also, of course, here, uh, John, you are, uh, <clears throat> um, let me, let me, let me say here, of course, uh, you have, of course, entered in, of course, a lot of posts here on several several pages in the WWS table of groups. Uh, you have even recently posted, you've recently done some, of course, in between, of course, WWS Entertainment Cavalcade, as even more recently as NASCAR US High Octane History. Um, you help, of course, post, keep up with a lot of things right there, of course, here as well. And... Also, of course, uh, John, I do, of course, I add an additional clause, and you must agree to this clause after I, after I get to reading you, as you will tell me of the signal, yes or no, that, uh, <clears throat> that officially entering into the contract for John, that uh, in the event that, of course, the uh, main host, uh, Jared DiGeralmo, is unable to fulfill any sort of duties, as far as, of course, uh, hosting duties for uh, WCWS Raw Radio. Uh, John, do I hear a yay or a nay from you? Are you prepared to take control of the show should Mr. DiGeraldo be unable to perform this, this duty? Yes, I will. Okay, thank you very much. Okay. Uh, also, also, of course, here as well, um, also, of course, like, like I said, be, be it known also that the prediction title challenge concept, of course, here as well, is also, of course, a shared combined effort. And you would give me a yay or a nay between your group, which I have actually referred to as GWI, but um, that's just my nickname for it. But I know what the actual name of your group is between, of course, GWI and WCWS. Do you agree with the yay or nay that this is a combined effort? Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, and of course, also, do you still continue to fulfill uh, your duties here as well as, as we said, Chief Historical Officer of W of WCWUS? Um, and also, uh, go ahead, please, John. Go ahead. I solemnly swear to stay as Chief Historic Officer. Okay. And also, do you agree with, of course, and, and and not to take anything away from you, but in the event that you were not officially able to uh, to, to to take any control of it during that said time, that you do grant permission to, of course, Mr. Justin Lewis Fleming to take over that responsibility should you not be able to fulfill it, say, on a certain day or a certain time or what have you. Yeah. Okay, Justin, you've also been, I'm adding an addendum here to you, that should John not able to perform this duty, 
uh, providing the history and all that, as you automatically do, Justin, you will be, of course, be uh, informed, of course, with this and be granted this responsibility as well. Justin, do you agree or disagree with this? Agree. Okay, thank you very much. John, of course, and, and of course, and Justin, I might even just at you, but that's why I bring you into this mix because I need your voice here to, of course, officially go along with this and all that. And also that way, John is, of course, well, well kept and well assured that that his, that, the, that the historical responsibilities will be carried out. That's why I'm saying because both of y'all have done a fine job at that. Uh, also, John, of course, we have you charged with, of course, holding multiple championships in the uh, WWS Trivia Championship Series. We also have you charged, of course, being uh, uh, a two-time uh, Hall of Famer, of course, here in WWS. Do you, do, is, do you, of course, continue, wish to be, uh, do you wish to, of course, have that, of course, said uh, in your introductions on our shows here? As been, as as it has been done previously, I hereby agree. Okay, thank you very much, uh, John. Based upon all this scenario as well, uh, do you agree or disagree with everything that I have just uh, that I have just brought forth here to you in this negotiation? Of course, to further, of course, your involvement with WCWS. Uh, nay, nay, sir. So you do agree with everything that I have mentioned here. You are in agreement to fulfill everything that you have, you have you have talked about here tonight. Yes, I, John Gross, okay. solemnly swear Chad Henshaw's plea. Okay, thank you very much. I painted this day 11 on 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, of course, it is so recorded. It's so noted also as Justin Lewis Fleming as a witness. WWS founder uh, Chad Henshaw, of course, has has of course officially and announced this. I know he's here. The negotiation, of course, is in full effect here, ladies and gentlemen. And Mr. John Gross is, of course, still locked in as, of course, as as we said, chief historical officer of WCWS, and also, of course, co-host of WCWS Raw Radio. <clears throat> and also other responsibilities within the stable of groups at, on Facebook and the radio network on TalkShoot.com. John, your negotiation is hereby made, been made official, locked in, and you are, of course, safe. Uh, so negotiation number three has taken place so far. MLD, JD, and John are officially, uh, are officially set there with no problem. John, thank you very much for providing that here. To our to us here tonight, we greatly do appreciate that, sir. Anything you and wish to add, John? Before? And I thank you Go very ahead. much. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. Anything you wish to add, anything you wish to add here, John? No, but but tomorrow night we'll be talking about AEW and NXT. Um, should be a very good show. Um. If there is any more breaking news, you know I'll be handling that here on the show as well. Okay, thank you very much. And definitely, is there anything of course that does break break on here? And if it does require our attention, of course, prior to the show to 
Uh, prior to, of course, like I said, going on the air, please go ahead and post uh, post on any of the groups in WWS to keep everyone, of course, well informed of that. And we will, of course, broadcast it on the shows here, of course, regardless of what show it is. We will, we will definitely, of course, uh, bring that into play here, of course, as well. So you got it. You got it. Bluffton, Clinton, tonight to you guys. Good night, good night John. Good night. Good night, there, John. Thank you very much. Ladies and gentlemen, the human super machine, John Gross. Sorry for the latest there, everybody. No problem. Ladies and gentlemen, now coming in on 936 Revolution here. He is also a multiple title holder in our Trivia Championship Series. And, of course, also has several well-maintained wrestling groups on Facebook. I urge everyone to please go check them out. Ladies and gentlemen, of course... Uh, the one and the only, of course, the Cowboy himself. No, we're not talking about John Wayne, but, of course, he could double it as his twin. Uh, the Cowboy, uh, Clinton James Smith. Clinton, we welcome you, sir, to 936 Revolution. We got myself and Justin here now. Uh, good to have you here, of course, with you here. Good to have you with us here this evening. You know, speaking of breaking news, since you happened to bring that up earlier, there is one thing I did want to touch base on. Please, go ahead. Go ahead. Not sure if y'all are aware or not, but as of today, Don Callis is no longer with New Japan Pro Wrestling. I didn't even know wow. I didn't even know he was. I didn't even know he was with it. Yeah. He was one of their commentators. Huh. Oh. But that surprised me because I often heard that I, I've been hearing most, mostly mostly he's been uh, associated with the impact. I didn't think he was just I didn't think he was part of New Japan. Oh man, Dog House has been everywhere, dude. Like the guy is like a fly on the wall for just about any and all promotions. Yeah, I mean, I remember him. I remember him. What was he called? Cyrus and the Jackal and all. I remember when he was called that back in the day. Yeah. So. Uh, shoot. Uh, but I had no idea. No, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but like I said, ladies, but uh, definitely breaking news there indeed. Uh, uh, well, while Clinton, while we have you on here, a um, couple, couple quick things here we want to bring, uh, let you bring up here. Of course, myself and John and Justin have already brought up a few things. First off, here, um, any, any. <laughs> Yes, indeed. Uh, any um, anything you wish to uh, bring up? Anything all that kind of stood out for you as far as like my condition of law? Uh, not really. I mean, they kind of had to kind of had to throw things together on the fly on on Raw because it drew uh, popping positive for COVID. I mean, you know. I kind of feel like uh, I kind of feel like. Oh, speaking of Monday Night Raw, not only has Drew McIntyre tested positive for COVID, but now Kofi Kingston has suffered a broken jaw. Oh, well, we heard boy. Kofi Kingston. We heard Kofi was injured, but we didn't know what the full extent of that was. So that's what it is: is a broken jaw. And I actually, I, that's why I just read that on 411 Mania. That's right. It is actually, I, I read that on the news. 
I don't know why I didn't. I don't know why I just said that, but I just heard it. So. Uh, but what about Clinton? There was also some talk. There was some talk about that uh, that Oscar wasn't there, nor any of the members of the Hurt business. Was there any explanation about that? I haven't heard anything, but I did hear a little bit about Oscar not being on Raw. And you know, one of the things that kind of has me a little bugged right now about Raw. What was up with that Ric Flair BS going on last night? Like, for real. Like, are you, like who are you trying to fool with that? Like, I mean, come on. Like, if that's the best you can give me, I'd be better off switching over to Ring of Honor and watching that versus watching Monday Night Raw. I, you got me. I mean, I don't. I mean. I, are they running out of ideas? Is, it, is, it, is this even proof to run out of ideas? I mean, seriously, point, that's what I, I mean. I'm starting to wonder the same thing. This storyline with Ric Flair and Charlotte is getting so old. Like, it's been, they've been dragging this out for years and years and years and years. Why the hell did they even bring Charlotte back in the first damn place? Well, I thought probably. Well, obviously, of course, we thought that they were going to go along with the thing that uh, uh, there was some rumor that, of course, that they were bringing her back, you know, to be Oscar's partner to win the women's tag titles last month. And then some people were even talking about that there was that some possibility that, that 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 somehow that she was going to turn on Oscar because her primary goal was, was supposedly the Raw women's belt. Yeah, I mean, that's that was the. If you're going to stick to that agenda, stick to that agenda. But if you're going to, like, if you're going to start changing everything around last minute and, you know, now Charlotte's in this storyline with that weird little bimbo, whatever her name is, you know, now supposedly Rick Flair. You know what, Clean? You know what, Clean? I know you're going to agree with this. You know what they're trying to do? They're trying to um, make, make um, Rick, Rick Flair do the um, Rick Flair do the do the um, uh, uh, they're trying to reverse that, that storyline with Vince Vince McMahon, Trish Stratus and Stephanie, with Rick Flair, Lacey Evans, and Charlotte Flair. They're trying to make uh, they're trying to, that's what they're trying to do. Well, well, I mean, keep in mind, but how well, how long ago did they start? Was it with Charlotte when Charlotte got Charlotte and uh, kind of booted her dad to the curb? When was that? Twenty sixteen. Yeah, that's what she. That's, that's the same thing. Yeah, because yeah, because an old saint uh, honored thy father. Yeah, yeah five years ago. Been going on for yeah, five years. Yeah, I but mean, they've been right. They've been dragging the Charlotte Flair and Ric Flair storyline out since 2016. We are in 2021, people. Let's see, 16, 17, 19, 20, 20. They've been dragging this out for six damn years. How much longer? <laughs> I agree. Storyline. Because they're, they're running out of ideas. That's that's what I said. They're running out of ideas. But they yet. Can. NXT, same problem. 
Repeat storylines, repeat storylines, repeat title holders, repeat title holders. Guess what? Finn Balor beat Kyle O'Reilly yet again for the second time when they had the opportunity to pull the trigger on O'Reilly, make him the NXT champion, and what they do? They went and completely fucked that up altogether. Not only does that make Kyle O'Reilly look bad, but it kind of makes the rest of the Undisputed Era, along with the NXT roster, look bad as well, because this is the best they have to offer. They already wasted on Damian Priest. Damian Priest is the main roster. Yeah, so is Rhea Ripley. Ripley's probably going. Ripley, from what they're saying, is going. From what I'm understanding, Ripley's going to SmackDown, and Damian Priest is also going to SmackDown. And they're not say, and and what is this? Is it now? And how is this helping Raw? It's not because they're sending them to the other show. Raw doesn't need any help. They've got guys like Kofi Kingston, Xavier Woods. They got MVP, Bobby Lashley, Shelton Benjamin. I mean, they don't need. They don't need any help. They've got more than enough talent on that damn show to make to make ends meet. So my question is, right. what the hell is taking them so damn long? Exactly. Maybe, and, 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 of course, right now at this point, guys, I'm not saying that this is it. I'm not agreeing with this. But sitting here thinking about it and listening to everything that's been going on here lately, We've been hearing a lot of great, a lot of stuff. I mean, not just wrestling, but a lot of other great moments have been pushed back and everything because of one reason, and it affected this past, it affected the year 2020. And that was to blame. Pandemic put a hold on everything, and it screwed everybody up. It screwed well, everybody up. I mean, right now, the WWE champion is sitting at home quarantined for about 10 to 14 days because of this. Well, Here's the thing. Hang on. There's also this to consider with COVID. You have you have the 14 day quarantine period. After that, you have a 90 day safe period. If you don't get past that 90 day safe period and you get COVID again, you have to re you have to go through the whole process all over again. Well, now I even heard that for, they said possibly for doing may only be 10 days instead of 14. If they manage Especially to pull, yeah, and but they're saying if in fact that if if in fact they're able to get Drew prepped in time, now they said that that match with him and Goldberg at the Rumble is still a go. They haven't pulled it yet. Well, well here too. They already have a backup plan in place. If Drew's not there, they already have a plan B in place. What are they going to do? Are they, are they going to I heard they're trying to put Goldberg versus Lesnar. No. No, no, no. You know how many times he's done Lesnar's not coming back to WWE. He's already done made that clear. He is not signing a new contract with the company. He is done. His only interest right now is either A, he's going to go away quietly, or B, he's going to make another shoot for, for UFC. They said he was done with UFC. No. What happened was... They said was, he was done with UFC. 
what happened was he got put into the testing pool and he came back, he popped positive for something in the testing pool. So he had to serve a six month suspension. But since he had he had renegotiated his contract with WWE, his suspension was frozen until his WWE contract expired. So now since his contract expired, if he wants to go back to UFC, he has to go through the testing pool, but he has to serve a six-month suspension first without pay, and then he has to go back through the testing pool. He has to come up clean, and then he has, and then he's got to train and get ready for uh for his first fight because if he indeed comes back, his first fight is already is already booked. His first fight will be against the UFC heavyweight champion himself for the title. They're all like going to give him a title match if he comes back. Yes. It's guaranteed. But that's the perk of being a star, man. Well-known name. He, he climbs that ladder very fast and just gets it right there. So, well, so, but, but, of course, obviously, as for the situation involving if Drew is not clear, you know, I know they wouldn't do this, but the funniest thing they could do is just, it's just, it's just automatically just, just hand the belt over to Goldberg. <laughs> no. That would be funny. No. That'd be funny, though. I'm just saying it'd be a that'd laugh. Be a, that's all. That'd be a slap in the face. Yes, it would. Yes, it would. And I say someone of Goldberg's stature and all that, his reputation, he ain't going to go for that. He ain't going to go for that. I mean, I mean Goldberg, Goldberg, is always, Goldberg has always been on the up and up, in my personal opinion. I mean, some people say, of course, yes, because of his age. Sure. Okay, I, I get that part of it. But you cannot deny the fact, like I said, you know, if he's been staying in shape. I mean, look at freak, look at Sylvester freaking Stallone. That man dude's in his seventies and all that. And this, guy, this guy can still kick somebody's tail. That looks like he can still whip some tail now. About guys half his age. I mean, so. I mean, he. I mean, I mean, they say he can go back and do like Rambo or Rocky or whatever. And they even say, you know, Harrison Ford, you know, could possibly do Indiana Jones again at his age if he wanted to. Oh. Uh, Harrison Ford, of course, obviously, oh. one of his major roles, and that was Han Solo. Speaking, so. speaking of guys who are on the free agent market right now, guess you just entered the free agent market today. Who's that? Former Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Champion Dalton Castle. Has just oh, yeah. The- oh, Wow. Yeah, he just had a today. His, his contract is about Oh, sorry. Also, official, so today became official. Because I heard about that over the weekend. I heard about that over the weekend that he was going to go free agent. Okay, you what? I actually heard over the weekend that, that there, were, there was talk that he was going to go free agent, but they didn't know where he was going to go to next. Mm, right now, I'm not hearing that he's got any bites on anywhere yet. He's just kind of, he's just kind of throwing out the bait to see who's going to bite. Well, who, who, who wants him to worse? 
Who wants him the worst? Nobody. Nobody's even seemed interested in him. Like his contract literally just expired today. The ring of the ring. So, so basically, what we're hearing is is that 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 all these wrestling companies are aiming towards trying to get a lot of these guys. And yes, someone that's been 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 out there a well-known name in wrestling, and nobody, not even Japan, not even AEW, not even WWE, is looking to try to get him at all. Nobody, nobody's, nobody's, looking at him. nobody's even thrown a nobody's even thrown a line his way. So he's just sitting back and just waiting to see what happens. In the Pretty much. So. Which is which kind of that which kind of pisses me off a little bit. Right. Yeah, you know what you know what else, Clinton? Why in the world would they have Nia and Shayna versus um Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose again last Monday last night? Oh my god, you don't Same even old start, Don't even start me on, on Nia and Shayna, dude. I have Same so I have hearing those names. I'm so sick of hearing those names. I hear those names I'm and all I want to do is girl. I'm surprised they're even still together even after losing the women's tag belts. I'm even surprised about that. Again, it's probably another one of those last it's probably another one of those last ditch effort things by the WWE because they can't figure out anything to do with either one of them. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. They're really yeah. running out you know of you know I, I, I have a great idea for Nia Jax. Send her ass to the freaking performance center. Call it good. You mean send her back down to um, send her back to NXT? Exactly. Make her work to make her work towards the main roster again. Because you know what? She needs to work on her in-ring ability anyways, and she needs to learn how to cut a damn promo. Well, you know, remember what remember what Charlotte did last year? And you know, apparently didn't after winning the Royal Rumble, women's Royal Rumble, she didn't show interest in going after the Raw or SmackDown women's titles. She went back and got the and she went back and and, and uh, you know that was a, a great encounter they did at the Blackbuster WrestleMania last year uh, um, for the NXT yeah, Women's it, Title with uh, yeah. Rhea Ripley taking on and Charlotte doing that and then Charlotte of course obviously being on NXT for a little while until I think well who was it Io Shirai was the one that I think beat her and she still has that belt. So, I mean, uh, no, but uh, anyway, Clinton, uh, let's get let's get you let's get two or three thoughts from here. From this is because this is something here that JD actually started doing on Wall Radio yesterday, um, and we're going to actually do this. I'm actually extending this to go through the entire month of January, all the way up to, of course, the Royal Rumble event on January 31st is that every night on, on of course, on uh, uh, Revolution and Wolfpack, we're going to bring up different moments 
from Royal Rumble, all the Royal Rumbles from, from the very beginning to the one to, to the one they had last year. Um, and John, myself, and Justin, and I think even they called out some good ones yesterday. I heard JD call out some good ones. I brought up a few as well. Uh, and it could be a match. It could be anything involving the Rumble match. It could be just a regular, all the other matches they had at the event, each, each event. It could be certain moments or what have you. Uh, I mean, any moments in particular from any of the Rumbles that stood out in your mind? Hmm. Hmm. That's a good question, actually. Hmm. <coughs> How about when Rey Mysterio won the Royal Rumble? Oh yeah. That was um. That was oh six, wasn't it? I think. I think. Right. That was that was after, of course. I think he, I think it was that was one of those they dedicated dedicated that win to. Uh, Eddie Guerrero. Eddie Guerrero. That's right. And then, of course, the match at WrestleMania 22. I think he did. Was WrestleMania 22? He did the same thing. The the uh, title match. I think it was. Yeah. Yep. Right. Um. Yeah, name, 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 any more, any more, any more that you have here? Um, because we'll we'll do more tomorrow. But if there's a couple more you have that you have, like I said, it's not. I mean, we've thought out some good ones, some classic ones. But um, I mean, the year Ben Wall won the Royal Rumble, that crowd. Popped I think we big. said that. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. I think that was 04, Clinton. I think. I think it was 04. Yeah, Justin, didn't we say John mentioned that one? I think didn't John say that was like in 04? Uh, I think he did. Yeah, what? Yeah, Chris Benoit was at number one. Yeah. Uh, well, a couple I've mentioned here, Clinton. I don't know if you might agree with this or not. Uh, one of the matches we actually got posted in the video vault, I actually posted it the other day, was the title match at Royal, Royal Rumble in 1997 between Shawn Michaels and Psycho Sid. Uh, that, one, that right there was not a bad title match. Um, I think that was the last time that Jose Lothario accompanied Shawn Michaels to the ring, I believe. I'm not sure, but I think that's right. You know, one of the more interesting ones that also kind of sticks out to me, only because of, only because of the way it was kind of done. I mean, there, in some aspects I agreed with it, but then in a lot of aspects I didn't agree. I didn't really agree with it because. Whenever, uh, whenever uh, Bob Holly took on Brock Lesnar for the WWE title at the Royal Rumble. Now that was O three, I think, wasn't it? Was that O four? Was that O four? That was O. Or was O three or O four? 
Now you say you, you say you didn't you didn't really agree with with that concept of Brock Lesnar taking on Hardcore Holly for that. Well, yeah, because here's the thing: the fact that Bob Holly openly admitted to getting addicted to painkillers after Lesnar breaking his neck, and then them still allowing Bob Holly to compete for the title, you know, kind of baffles me a little bit. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you knew the guy was addicted to painkillers, you should have pulled the match and you should have found a replacement for Bob Hawley. Uh-huh. Right. Mm -hmm. Let me see. Wasn't the 04 Rumble the one where... Um, let me emphasize that one for a minute. And correct me if I'm wrong here, because I was thinking about wasn't that the one where Lesnar screwed Goldberg out of the Rumble? Yes. It was 04 when that happened. Yeah, I think that's the same year that Benoit won the Rumble. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that was the same was that year. What? That was the same it freaking. Was, uh, <laughs> yeah, that was the same year because. After Goldberg screwed uh after Goldberg uh screwed Lesnar out of the rumble. Or no, it was Lesnar who screwed Goldberg out of the rumble. That's why I said Lesnar, I think screwed Goldberg. And I think Booker T was was it wasn't it Booker T or somebody that, that eliminated uh Goldberg, I think. No, it was Kurt Angle. It was Kurt Angle, that's right. Kurt Angle was the one that, that dropped Goldberg. That's right. That right there, I never, we never got to really see a, a match between Kurt Angle and Goldberg. I would love to have seen that, but anyway, that's just my, that's just my opinion. Um, let me see. Oh darn it! Let me see. Um, I think Goldberg got payback whenever. Um, wasn't that when Goldberg got payback? Of course, obviously for. Costing Brock Lesnar the WWE title at No Way Out, and that's how Eddie yeah, Guerrero won that, for the first. Time. That's how Eddie Guerrero won. Well, even the spear was, even Goldberg's spear wasn't enough to put Lesnar down. Eddie Guerrero had Eddie Guerrero had to pull out the, had to pull a few tricks out of his out of his hat too, because uh, Eddie Guerrero had to hit that top rope a couple of times and nail Brock with the frost splash to finally put him away. Was now the more recent rumbles here? One quick one here I'll mention here. Was it? Let me see if I have this right. Um, was it last year or was it twenty or twenty nineteen? Where um, Seth Rollins had the match with um, Corbin and 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 um. And uh, Lacey Evans was supposedly the referee in that. Was it last year or was it year before last when that happened? I want to say year before. <clears throat> okay, because, then, because, I think, because I think Becky uh, Lacey Evans almost screwed Seth Rollins out of that several different times. And I think Becky Lynch actually came out there and, and confronted Lacey Evans about it. And I think they actually got an an actual referee to finish the match, I think. 
Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that's when we first started hearing that Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins started becoming an item, I think. So. Um, now, if I'm not mistaken, I think I have heard officially that Becky Lynch has had her baby. Yep. Is that right? She had yeah, her baby last okay. month. That's right. I heard it was supposed to be month. something in December. I heard it was supposed to be in December. I just didn't know when it was exactly. So, but uh, um, uh, let, let me see. Uh, uh, let me see. Crap. What, what else? What else? Um, well, any more moments that you have as far as the Rumble goes? We'll, we'll be doing this again tomorrow night, but is there anything else you wanted to add before we close up shop for, for the night tonight? Oh. Um. Yeah, you know what? There is another one that sticks out to me. Okay. Anybody remember? Anybody remember that one? That remember that Royal Rumble that the Undertaker won? Oh. Oh yeah. Uh, um. Oh crap! What What was that year? Two thousand seven. Uh, Does anybody remember Hello? who the rem who the remaining five people were in that matchup? I know the one he eliminated. Wasn't one of them they? Wasn't it the one that he eliminated to win the rumble with Shawn Michaels? Ah, uh, yes. That's the only one I remember. Okay, so the final five that it came down to were Raiden RKO, Shawn wow. Michaels, The Undertaker, and The Great Khali. So Undertaker, Shawn, Shawn, Shawn Michaels, Orton, and Khali, you said there were five. Orton, Edge, Rated RKO, their tag team names. Oh, Edge. Oh, right. Oh, or, or, oh, you said the name of the tag team. That's what threw me off. I'm sorry. Yeah, Rated no, RKO, Shawn Michaels, right. The Undertaker, and The Great Khali. Those were the final five guys. Right. And you can take one guess right. who eliminated The Great Khali because it wasn't any of the, it wasn't any of the other ones I named off. Um, are you saying who eliminated Kali? Uh-huh. I would figure maybe it was the uh, figured it was Taker that did it, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Taker. Nobody else would even try. As soon as Kali's music hit, Shawn Michaels, Edge Norton backed up. They didn't want no part of him. Well, can you blame him? I mean, you have that much humanity in the ring. I mean, <laughs> yeah, and I think I think Undertaker and Kali had some pretty decent, uh, pretty decent encounters, in my personal opinion. Oh yeah. Uh, 
So, but I do remember, I think, because wasn't, wasn't Shawn Michaels still doing the DX gear? It was after Triple uh-huh. H got injured. Yeah. That's what I thought. Shawn Michaels was still wearing the DX gear, was coming out to the DX music and everything like that. And they put that DX me on hold for about a couple more years, and then they brought in up bringing it back and all that stuff. So, um, but one moment I did bring up here, Clinton, I'm sure you probably recall this, uh, was, of course, the very first Rumble was obviously when Hacksaw Jim Duggan was, of course, the very first winner of the Royal Rumble. And I bet you that's probably why tomorrow that show was it called the Bump on the on the network. They're going to have Jim Duggan as one of the guests, and I think I, I think that's why. Yeah, I think that's why they're going to have Mom because with Royal Rumble around the corner, seems how like he was the very first man to win it. That's probably why. But I mean, I just could be. I'm just guessing. So. Yeah. Anything else, y'all? Anything else that you, Clinton, or you, Justin, wish to add before we close up shop here for the night? Mm. Yeah. Impact. Impact sucked tonight. Leading up, leading up to Saturday, leading up to uh, this Saturday's event. Really? Is that right? The whole card was pretty much bad. Like, there was not really a very decent match on the card tonight. It felt like the card was kind of rushed. And by the way, Clinton, I will mention here to you as well as I have told Justin and I've told John and I've mentioned it here on the show that on our page, uh, WCW US Pay-Per-View Prediction Center, we've actually got the the polls out for the uh we actually i'm actually going to do a prediction title challenge for this impact pay-per-view on saturday so the voting will end of course right before hard to kill starts on saturday so you have until then if you haven't voted on any of the matches um and i will tell you what the prize is by the way clinton in this case if you have not been on this page to see it is that I'm introducing another championship belt. It is the Impact US AEW US Unified Heavyweight Championship. Hmm. Interesting. Right? Okay. So if you want to get in on the voting there, you want to make your picks there, Clinton, you have have a shot at that belt. The most the most votes, the most predictions correct, as we said, earns that belt. So, so if you want to get in on it and all, uh, like I said, we'll do some predictions here, of course, between between this Thursday's uh, Wolfpack and this Friday's Revolution as well. You get everybody's picks in for that. And, of course, those who are doing them on the, uh, on the page, be sure to get that done there as well. And everybody, of course, that between the shows and the page, we will, of course, like I said, I will be, of course, counting those votes. And then I'll be next week, of course, announcing the winner of the new championship belt. <clears throat> and who knows, like I said, uh, there could be a challenger for this belt sometime, of course, here very, very soon. So you never know here. Before. 
on that note here, guys, I want to thank everybody here for listening in here tonight to episode number 936 of WCW West Revolution. I want to thank tonight the human suplex machine, John Gross, as well as the soul man, Justin Lewis Fleming, and also the cowboy, Clinton James Smith, for joining me here tonight. Unfortunately, due to unforeseen yeah, circumstances, uh, like... Hold on, hold that thought, Justin. Yeah, I got something to say. Okay, hold on one second. Let me finish this, and then uh, then I'll then I'll then I'll let you then I'll let you say. Um, unfortunately, like I said, we were not able to get the Iceman Jared Girolamo on, nor we were hoping. Uh, we were also hearing that possibly the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie was going to hopefully join us tonight, but I think due to of course some uh, to uh, some sort of some some conflict either with uh, uh, on a personal level or something possibly involving talk show. Uh, we were not able to get them on here tonight, but hopefully we'll hear from them, of course, tomorrow night on Revolution. But be sure to listen in, of course, on episode 937 of Revolution coming up tomorrow night, 138055 pounds starting at 9 o'clock. As we'll, be, as we'll be talking about the official results for tomorrow night's AEW Dynamite show as well as tomorrow's NXT show. Any results we do get in, we will, of course, bring that up here, of course, <clears throat> and then, of course, on Thursday on NWO Wolfpack, we will be reviewing. We will be. Re- we will, of course, give our own personal take about the shows in the Wednesday Night Wars here as well. Plus, we'll start doing our predictions on Thursday for the Impact show on Saturday. So be sure to get in on all that. As we got a whole lot going on here, of course. Um, of course, NWWS here to, uh, here this week, folks. Check out all of our groups, of course, on Facebook, including Entertainment Cavalcade, Sports Roundup, as well as, of course, uh, <clears throat> our tribute groups to Johnny Carson and also Don Rickles. Also, our tribute group to Whose Line Is It Anyway? Motor Week Retro Re- Review, Cars of the Past. Also, Power Rangers Protecting the Power. Also, the WWS Location of Animation. Your classic cartoons, of course, are posted there. Be sure to check those out. Also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, WWS Movie Channel. We've got a lot of great movies on there right now. Just recently posted, ladies and gentlemen, my top picks, of course, obviously. Uh, the top two is uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation and Robin Hood oh. and in Tights. So sure, sure to, of course, definitely check those out. We posted, we posted some others, including the Kevin Costner movie, Dances with Wolves. And also Tom Cruise and Dustin Hoffman, of course, in the movie Rain Man is also posted there as well. So you can check that out there, speaking, of course, as well. Speaking, speaking of movies, Chad, I know you'll be interested in what I just found because I know you're a movie person. I know you're very old school, and I know you'll like this yes. when you hear it. But Indiana um, Jones is back. Oh, really? I've heard Really? Really? Oh, I will shock. The Soul Man, Justin Lewis Fleming as Indiana Jones. <laughs> there you go. Yep. And and Jared D. Geronimo plays his female companion. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> By the way. By the way, Clinton, we have a quick joke of the day. I will bring you. I we did. I did find out something very unique, very interesting here, and I already told Justin this. 
Jared D. Girolamo is not his real name, by the way. Uh, do you know what his real name is? Do you know what his real name is? I need a man. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yes. Wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I dare someone to get him to say that and see what happens. I dare him. I dare him to get, get someone for him to get him to say that and see what he feels. <laughs> anyway, but uh, oh, I oh okay. I see, oh I see. Th thank you, Clinton. I appreciate that. I'll definitely pull that up and read that. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you very much, sir. Indeed. Uh, also, of course, check out NASCAR US High Octane History. As we've been posting, of course, a lot of great classic and current races on there as well. Be sure to check that out. Also, check out the video vault where they got a lot of great matches. Uh, talk about an oldie here, guys. A match I just posted on in the video vault here today. Uh, now, if you want to talk about old school here, I do have one that is, I do have one that is, of course, uh, um, if I can. If I can get it, uh, if I can get it, if I can find it here, I'll do this. Let's just see. I just posted it today. Let me see if I can get it here. Um, yes. It's actually, I believe, from an episode of WCW Thunder from August 26, 1998. A WCW TV championship match. Chris Jericho defending against. Das Wonder Kid, Alex Wright. Okay, so be sure to wow. check that out there as well. If you want to check out some, oh yeah, I'm surprised I found that match. Um, of course, also I found Alex Wright's old theme song too. So if anybody likes to listen to that. And of course, Justin and Clinton will be getting up dancing to that here in a few minutes. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, I'm just trying to break the ice, sir, Clinton. Just having a little fun here, Dustin. So don't, so don't, so. Hey, uh, where's your so keys? Don't where's what? I said, where's your keys? That we need him. Yeah, yeah, I know. That deserved a real big stink face. I'm talking about when the head goes down and the shades come on. Oh, oh! Well, it did yeah. too. Oh, so cool. uh, you talking about the dance? Yeah, and of course, Justin. And of course, Justin says, "Save the last dance for me." Okay. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, also check out all the uh, wrestling tribute groups we got, including OVWUS, ROHUS, uh, AEWUS. WCCWUS, NWAUS, AWAUS, uh, a lot of great uh, stuff posted there as well. All those, be sure to check it out. Women of women of WCWUS for our female members, some great ladies wrestling action. Be sure to check that out. Of course, WWE, Ring of Honor, AEW, Independence, you name it, it's there. And a lot of other great groups here, WCWUS, be sure to check out what we all got in store right here for you. Also, check out all of our shows on Facebook, dating back, of course, to the very first revolution in 2015. 
all the way up to tonight's episode of Revolution. There's a lot of great episodes of all different shows, not just Revolution, but of course Wolfpack, Raw Radio, uh, also Power Hour, Wrestling Revisited, Wrestling Debate, and so many other shows, of course, including uh, Sports Machine that, that Justin is a part of on Friday afternoons, where him and Shaq actually kind of whip JD all the time, so I don't know why they do that. But I'll just this <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, um, you notice that we we had we have we just have fun with that. We're not really that serious about it. We're just uh, and hopefully JD knows we're just kidding. But if he doesn't, then uh, that's all we gotta say about that. But don't take that serious. All that we say about that seriously. Uh, but be sure to check out what we got going on outside the ropes tomorrow night at six thirty one four one three six four three eight seven pound. Excuse me. At, and also 9.36 of Revolution at 9 o'clock tomorrow night, 138.055 pound. Revolution 9.36 is a broadcast of the WCWS radio network right here, of course, on TalkChew.com, where we are, of course, five years older and continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling connection. Ladies and gentlemen, for the human suplex machine, John Gross, the soul man, Justin Lewis Fleming, and also the cowboy, Clinton James Smith, Mr. WWUS Chad Hinshaw saying thank you very much for listening. <clears throat> and uh, and believe it or not, here we're going to actually go out here tonight uh, with uh, with with something that was used. Speaking of Royal Rumble, uh, with a piece of music that was used, I do believe for last year's. Uh, for last year's Royal Rumble, of course, if we can, let me see if I can get it. Uh, if we can get it, or get if we can get it, of course, here up and up and running. Uh, of course, JD has to say that every time he goes to bed. But <clears throat> anyway, um, <laughs> I got yeah, but I that's that's a second Just don't take that. Okay, okay. And of course, we have it up right here. Of course, we played this. Of course, during uh, we played this. Of course, for our opener, we're going to play for our ending, uh, for our ending card here tonight. Uh, um, and and that is and that is of course, like I said, it is of course from uh, the official theme song of last year's Royal Rumble event, and that is the song appropriately titled "Rumble" by Zayd Wolf. Hey, care and God bless, folks. Since 2015, we are, of course, WCWUF Radio Network. Um, Chad. Never mind. Yes. I was gonna say you just said 2015. It's not 2015 anymore, man. I said since 2015. Oh. Okay. That's how long I've been doing. That's how long. I've been, that's how long I've been doing the shows. That's how long I've been doing the shows. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it appears, like I said, that we may not be able to get this working here tonight. So we're just going to leave it at that. Thank you very much. That is, of course, the WWF Radio Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, 
Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.